Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 137 of the No Podcast. We're No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. This is the 137th iteration. Uh, the numbers are flying by. We're closing in on uh, 250 at this point. It's it's going to be here before you know it. The numbers actually feel like they've slowed down since we hit like <laughs> 100, but the COVID just destroys everything time-wise. There's there's no scope of time anymore. Uh, there has been a scope of time on Bioware departures that could have a massive effect on the company. Well done, Brent. You started the news. I had to finish with the same flourish. Uh, Persona 5 Strikers has been announced. I don't know what this is, so I'm excited to learn and find this out with our dozens of listeners. Nintendo shuts down custom Joy-Con Indiegogo. xCloud is coming to new platforms and regions in 2021. Halo Infinite has an update and a new release window of sorts. I think I know the date. I think Brant knows the date. Mm-hmm. Solid Snake gets a face. Are there any haters out there? Mm-hmm. And Kratos has an X to grind in Fortnite. I am Richard Bergman, joined tonight... As always, by Brant McKee. Hello, Brant. Hello, Richard. How are you doing? And hopefully at some point, I'm doing well, sir. And hopefully at some point, Cesar Concepcion. I spoke to him earlier, and he is still planning to be on the show at some point, uh, we hope. So (laughs) stay by. (laughs) He will just miss the the preamble that we've already lived through, and uh, he can join in with the meaty uh, visual novel update goodness that he always provides us. If that's not your favorite part, you can skip ahead or... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you might not be here, so you never know. Uh, Brent, I'm tired, man. It's been it's been a long week. I don't know about you. Yeah, so far it's it's been very very long. We'll oh. get there. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll have some time to play games before too long. Holidays are coming up. Are you gonna? Be, have you got anything on your list really for holiday gaming? Is there anything you set aside and and go through, or you know, with the extra time off, any traditional? Mine no. is always just mine is just always whatever multiplayer game we come up with, like a, a Blitz with SR or Diablo or some kind of dungeon crawler type thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything specifically. Um, I'm still, you know, I guess going to try to keep on my VR kick, see where that takes me. Yeah, especially while it's plugged up. That always seems to be like the barrier of entry for VR. Like, all right, yeah. it's hooked up. Let's go. <laughs> Once it's unhooked, it's going to stay unhooked for who knows how many months it is and it's technically not that bad like when you're looking at it it's daunting and you got to just take the time to do it but it's not as bad as you as it really you think it is it's just a couple cables but it's still like mm, don't want to get back there and fiddle around i got everything running right there he is cesar concepcion the second has joined us hello cesar concepcion the second hey we welcome you and all that you provide to this podcast. It was not the same. Brant and I were just freewheeling. Oh, God. Give me a second here. Uh, we've given you... 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you've got a, You're you've good, got a man. 20 minute build in. <laughs> yeah, I saw the time. I was like, oh, there it goes. I don't even... Did you get my uh, rise and shine? <laughs> 30, minute, 30 minutes too late as I woke up. I was like, what? <laughs> I woke up like, what year is this? <laughs> And I was like, oh, it's still that year. Unfortunately, still 2020. Yeah, it's still that year, man. <laughs> you have an escape that you tried to outsleep it. It's not going to work. And we'll take a break while Cesar takes a break. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. Yeah, it's been a long week. I did get some stuff in this weekend, and we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that here in a little while. And I know we, we both have some sagas to go over, which I'm excited about Yeah. as we tell our tales. Uh, speaking of tales, uh, Casey Hudson won't be telling tales at BioWare anymore i feel like we just talked about this story i feel like casey hudson just came back to bioware bioware bio bioware i'll get it out there eventually right 
Beowulf. Be- yeah, Be- Beowulf. Beowulf. You did it right. Well done. <laughs> Casey Hudson is going to revive the oldest story known to man, uh, Beowulf. Even after Tolkien uh, translated it as well. I'm, I'm in shambles, guys. I looked at this. I saw the the Crunchy sale went through. I can't believe Sony paid $1.1 billion for Crunchyroll. There's another oh, another news bit. Joining Funimation in the Sony stable. Crunchyroll. Not happy about that. Uh-oh. I'm super happy about that. I get one Brand does one not want consolidated services. <laughs> Cesar, however, is excited by world premiere. Console exclusive. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're going to get that tomorrow. No, it's... We're, oh, around. Around. We're all over the place here. Are y'all excited about Game Awards? Mm-hmm. Maybe if I can stay awake. <laughs> We're going to have to stay awake. Oh, yeah. no, we'll get to Game Awards. We'll do some Game Award predictions, maybe. Yeah, they've they've already said there's going to be a good bit announced. So It's like 10 to 12 games I think I saw today is going to be. Mm-hmm. 10 to 12 unannounced projects. That's That's the most exciting part to me. Even though some of those things we haven't had updates on. Like that Dritz game, that Dark Alliance game, nothing. There's been nothing since that, uh, like, GoPro camera intro. He's, like, running through the snow. You just see this, like, one this one position for the character. Hey, we'll find out tomorrow night. Maybe we'll tomorrow. get an update on that one. Let's go back to Bioware. Who's broken up about Casey Hudson? I'm more, Bioware. Bro- I'm more broken up about Brand being broken up about Foundation. <laughs> You're worried about him? <laughs> No, it's, it's it's like that conversation. I had just had this conversation with my cousin Renee. His argument about how he doesn't believe in this, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what the big deal is. You got one streaming service buying another streaming service who doesn't own any of these IPs. So you want uh you want other people to do other anime than have Netflix buy more anime. I heard Netflix anime was pretty good, right? Um, their original property stuff. The, most of that stuff is licensed, so. They don't actually. I mean, nobody really owns anime except for these studios. That's it. And the only Sony studio that makes anime is Any, uh, Aniplex. So I think they got like thirty or forty exclusive animes out of like the tens of thousands of them. Is this going to be an extra sub on top of? Does Sony currently have one? Like, how is this going to affect the pricing? So the, the whole point is why Sony wanted a Crunchyroll is because they bought Funimation because they wanted a streaming service for anime. Um, they still through Funimation they still make their deals with Hulu and Netflix. A lot of, a lot of their anime is still going through there. Um, they wanted the subscriber base, which is three million paid uh, for Crunchyroll and I think like ten or fifteen million for free that use uh, supported. That's all they care about. They just want the the service. They just bought a streaming service. That's all they did. They don't own any of that stuff. Mm. They don't own any of that anime. I mean, they. I mean, I can name off a couple of stuff that they own. Anyplex. Anyplex owns Demon Slayer. Um, that's one of them. Fairy Tale. Uh, Gundam Seed. I mean, it's only here and there. But out of all that stuff, they have license. It's just a licensing thing. It's it's, uh, it's whoever has the most money. Because I still remember the day when Funimation got pissed because Netflix went in there and they licensed Neon Genesis from them. And it's because they went up there and they threw millions and millions of dollars for Neon Genesis. And Netflix and uh, Funimation's like, I can't, we can't, we can't beat that. We can't beat Netflix when they drop. Like, we'll give you forty million for um, Evangelion. Was it worth it? Did it end up paying off for them? Uh, it made a big deal. Remember when they came out with the dub on Netflix and like everybody was talking about it on Twitter? That was so, the one with like different music and slightly different voice acting or something yeah. like that. It was close, but okay. Yeah, because uh, they they refused to play the licensing for Fly Me to the Moon and all that stuff like that, so it was slightly different. But right. it's, at the end of the day, it's whoever has the most money. So, just a, just a service now. 
Just yeah. wherever the streaming services are. They don't. They don't own any of that. The anime they show yeah. on there. They don't own any of that stuff. So it's not going to be. I mean, you hear Sony, we're a gaming podcast. It's not going to be locked to PlayStation. You're still going to be able to get that app on Roku and everything yeah. else, right? Yeah. It's the same as they do Sony TV. I mean, we still have Ghostbusters games on other consoles, even though they own the Ghostbusters IP. So true. I mean, they consider it a separate studio. So I mean, you have a. Uh, was it Sony Music? Um, they make games for the Switch. They just do it under a different company name. So. It's Sony Microsoft. <laughs> you wish. Uh, it's so, <laughs> Sony Sony Music. I, I forgot what they, what did they call it in. Um, I don't remember what they call it. Uh, for their uh, games on other consoles, because they make they make games for Xbox also. Uh, they they go by a different name though, but they're owned by Sony. Is so. the music still Sony Unlimited? I think I remember a big push they had with their streaming service. Oh, God, with the, the A-Track uh, codec. When they yep. were like, yeah, we came out with A-Track 3. It's yep. like MP3, but it's a smaller, uh, smaller uh, uh, file size. No, I remember no, that. Gone, yeah. I just remember the going going to my deep dive and which uh, codec was the best. I remember A-Track, and this was the one they were trying to do, A-Track 3. <laughs> that is a deep dive, sir. You're like, I need my lossy flack somewhere. Give me Give some A-Track. All right, that was my warm. That was my warm up. I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah, you're here, and you're gonna pick up this Casey Hudson story because I'm not. I'm not starting it. Absolutely, again. Casey I'm Hudson. He all he does is he's a brilliant man who just rejoins uh, Bioware when he feels like it and makes a game here and there, and then he just leaves again, and then he probably finds another studio and goes there. I was telling yeah. Brand, I was like, we well, just talked like about him rejoining Bioware, right? Wasn't this just a story we talked about as a podcast? He went in there, I think, right around when Anthem came out. I can't remember if it was after Anthem came out. He was one of those people that came in and like the steady the the ship or something like that. Um, the Anthem ship is not, is not steady. <laughs> I don't think he came there for Anthem. I think he just came there to steady Bioware because remember that was at a time where all they had going for them was uh, Knights of the Old Republic, uh, MMORPG game, and everything else they were coming out with like Andromeda and all that was bombing. Three so years not, ago, according to this uh, Polygon story. And so, um, outside of that, I think him and what was it, the, the lead writer for, um, I want to say Dragon Quest, but it's not Mark, Dragon, Mark Dragon Age. Yep. Uh, they both left together. And I guess uh, what they said was, um, you know, leaving the, the old team and they wanted to give their the new team a chance to make those IP survive. They felt like uh, they didn't want to be a hindrance to that team. Like, I guess more of it's more of a, like, oh, it's always going to be these guys, so it should be good type of situation. Right. I guess they, they believe that, you know, are, they're going to pull through and it's time for them to take over. So that's why they felt that it was time for them to leave. So whether or not that's the truth or not, I don't know. But And a game is not one person. Like we've seen with this, uh, it seems like every week is a different Halo Infinite uh, creative director or somebody coming and going. It, that doesn't make the game. It doesn't necessarily be, it's not necessarily a victory fanfare or a death knell, you know? Hey. So... You know, I'm outspoken on the whole Halo game. I saw that that um, that tweet from the guy who's running the Halo uh, game now, and he seems very confident in it. So I was like, okay, maybe it's, maybe he's good. So he said he played it, he beat the game twice. So yeah, it's in the news. He played through the campaign twice and loved it. So. I, I just thought it was funny that um, all the Twitter had to say was like, wait a minute, you tell me this game's only 20 to 40 hours long. That's what they took out the whole story. <laughs> People were panicking on Twitter. Like, he played through it twice in one it? week, and then someone's like, what the fuck is your problem, man? It's like you know. <laughs> I mean, that's oh, all God. they took there. They totally ignored everything he said. Was like, nope, this is garbage. Twenty forty hour game. This is not what I signed up for. I wanted they to put the clock on it. Thirty hours, hundred thirty thousand hour game, and this is what uh, I was hoping for. I just see Zach Galifianakis with the uh, the numbers going everywhere. He's doing the math. <laughs> Somebody doing Twitter math <laughs> based on the campaign. That was my, my that was my argument. Somebody just sat there and did the math immediately. I was like, nope, this game garbage. Twenty thirty a twenty forty hour game. 
Not what I wanted. You shouldn't be able to play through the campaign twice in one week. It shouldn't happen. All games should be unbeatable. It should be like uh, The Witcher 3 for me. I can't beat The Witcher 3. I think I have a coworker who's beat it twice. I'm like, I don't know. I is like, there an oh, end? Okay. Is there yeah, an end I'm, to The Witcher 3? I don't know. I looked I looked him up on my PS5 activities, and he because I, I, I was talking to him the other day at work. I was like, dude, man, your, your activities are ridiculous. He's like 300 hours in Witcher 3, and then... 175 hours in Red Dead Redemption 2. He's like, yeah, that sounds about right. He's like, 80 hours in Skyrim. He's like, yeah, I got right to the end of Skyrim, and I just stopped. He's like, I never beat it. <laughs> so, and he's like, yeah. That's all my Skyrim hours. I've never yeah. beat Skyrim. I've got probably 1,000 hours in Skyrim across multiple platforms at this point. And I think he told me, he said he'll never beat Skyrim, because it's like, every time it started, I was like, Ugh. I was like, I don't remember being here. And he's like, I don't want to do this all again. And then he just takes a disc out. He's like, I'm done. <laughs> he said he's yeah. in the endless loop. He's like, I put so much time into it, and he's like, I don't remember what's going on. He's like, I, I'm. Not. He said, I'm stuck. Skyrim, I think, was one of the first ones to really be like, you know, there is a main story here, but it's just to get you from it to basically discover the map. You're gonna find tons of shit in between here and there that you can branch off and and do your own thing, and you never have to complete that story. You could do the Dark Brotherhood and all the different side quests and everything. Oh god, the Sonic game, Dark Brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic game. I like that's what you took from that. That's all I heard. You know, you got you got when Cesar's like half asleep mode. I'm pulling out shit out of my ass. I don't remember. You're not half like, asleep, man. You're amped. This is the full blown Cesar. People haven't I, seen this in a while. I had yeah, because I needed it bad. I was over here in shambles. I was like, I was falling asleep making food at the kitchen. I was like, oh, I'm gonna burn this house down. I'm like, that's how bad it was. I was like, this is a this is arrested Cesar. People are not ready for this. I got too much energy. I have no coffee yet. Wait till I get the coffee. It's gonna be over. <laughs> All right, we've been talking about Game Awards, kind of hinting at it. Do you think we see something about a new Dragon Age game or something about that Mass Effect tomorrow? They said they were going to show. They said they're going to do a new uh, trailer for Dragon Age. There, there is that. That yeah. is confirmed. Whether so or not that's you not know. even one of the twelve. That's crazy. I think it's not like the villain we're fighting. One of the twelve. One of the twelve. One <laughs> of the twelve will be defeated. <laughs> Destroy the twelve. Uh, next up, Persona 5 Strikers. I have no clue what this is. I think it's a sequel to Super Mario Strikers for the GameCube. You Can anyone... would be right. <laughs> all right, this is a soccer game with Persona characters. Uh, on to the next story. We have an episode called For All Your Anime Soccer Needs, so I think this fits again for this story. <laughs> we'll, we'll just move along. There's not many games. <laughs> Captain Tsubasa and Persona yeah. Strikers. Yep, that's it. I'm 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 trying to like think of another uh, anime-based soccer game, and I'm sure there's one. Somebody's gonna fucking come out with one out their ass, and I just I, I can't think of one. But Captain Tsubasa is the only one that's still going on. It's I'm so... sure there's like I'm sure there's like 15 for the Saturn, right? The Japanese Saturn has like 15 anime soccer games. What? What's and they're so all sad? good. They're all good simulations. Yeah. And what's so sad about Captain Tsubasa is like I don't know if it's sad. or what's crazy about it is it's it's been a Shonen Jump staple that it's so popular right now that he just took it out of Shonen Jump and it has its own manga now that it's just like its own weekly manga. It's all Captain Tsubasa dedicated. I'm not sure how you fill out 150 pages of a, a week of sports, fucking Captain man. Tsubasa, but somebody it's figured sports. it out. You can tell nonstop tales in sports. Tales of Tsubasa. All right. So what actually is this uh, Phantom Five Strikers? Oh, it's a it's a sequel to um, Persona Five. Um, so it's but Persona it, Six. It is uh, Persona Five point seven six nine rounds. Oh God, eight. it's a Square uh, Enix game. But uh, <laughs> essentially, all, all it really is is um, it is a is made by the W Omega Force team, if I'm not mistaken. It is a. Rip, it's a yep, it's in here. It's in the article. It is. Um, like a uh, Dynasty Wars type S beat 'em up type game, uh, but it is actual full on sequel 
that takes place after the game. I don't know how Alice does her fucking sequels. There's always some kind of dancing special or some fighting <laughs> game is usually what it is. But this time they're like, yeah. no, we're going to do Dynasty Wars this time. And, and this is an actual fucking sequel to the game that takes place after the fifth game. Um, I don't know the what details. What a cool of take to be able to call those shots, though. Like, okay, we did this. And Nintendo just did this with Breath of the Wild, right? Because this same studio made uh, Age of Calamity, which both of you guys are enjoying. But what a cool take to be like, okay, we're going to keep this story going, but in a different format. It's not going to be... It's not going to be the same experience you had before. More of it. It's going to be you love these characters. Uh, art style, music may carry over, but it's going to be a whole new, different type of gameplay. Was this met with good feedback that you know of? I didn't really keep up with the, um, the uh, buzz on it. All all I seem to get complaints about is uh, or get complaints about. Let's just say most of the people seem to criticize is they just want the original Persona Five also on other consoles and and um, PC. Um, but from what I've seen and heard, is that the story is pretty good. So cool, because uh, that's already out. It's already out overseas, right? It's been it's out been for almost out. a year in Japan. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean the whole hoopla on this, and I'm not sure I didn't read the article. I apologize, Brent, since you, I'm sure you did the news. Um, is that that thing was leaked early? It was supposed to be announced yesterday. Yeah, and they it were leaked DM- like two days early. It's not one were, of the twelve. Then they were DMCA and everybody. They're like blah blah blah, and then um. After that, they uh, went. The, they the pre-orders weren't supposed to start till tomorrow, and they they started letting loose on those. So, um, I see a pre-order here gets you uh, the digital deluxe edition of the game includes a digital art book, soundtrack, and behind-the-scenes video. And I think uh, the Switch version, its exclusive one, has a steel book, and I think that's at Best Buy. And there's like a pin for the GameStop one, I think. So, I guess the Amazon one is you. I, I guess you get it on time. I guess it's exclusive. I don't know. So. We'll find out That's everywhere. Not our experience with Amazon. That is our experience with Amazon Japan. <laughs> I love Amazon Japan. Who somehow ships faster than <laughs> they, they're 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 the best, man. I got an email this uh, earlier today from Amazon Japan. They're like, oh, we're working on your order. It's a pre-order put in for uh, a game in October first, twenty nineteen, and it has still has no release date. But they're still updating you like every two weeks. Like, hey, they man, let you know. they're still making this game. It's still baking, but we're gonna mail it to you as soon as it's done. So. Shit, even Amazon UK, I got my uh, Game & Watch. I got my UK Game & Watch before I got a US one. So. That was also DHL, yeah. I got mine from DHL. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is delivering in my house? And it was uh, that Game & Watch thing. Yeah. I got that DHL notification. I was like, this has to be spam. When's the last time somebody got a delivery from DHL ever? And it's I, only Amazon UK for me. Amazon Japan constantly. Amazon Japan is, yeah. is DHL? Yeah, I think every now and then. I got something from them. All right, so look forward to uh, Persona 5 Strikers as Brant famously says please be excited yeah. releasing on nintendo switch ps4 steam february 23rd uh and also early uh on february tw- uh, february 19th uh if you pre-order the digital deluxe version which comes with the aforementioned goods and goodies soundtrackage uh, next up nintendo shuts down eticon controller memorial sparking backlash this comes from polygon and owen good um, what's the company? Which which company? I thought, I thought the company name was in here. It was a Joy-Con Boys, was it, or something like that? Something like that. Well, That's what the it, logo they were What using. it is 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 this gentleman called Captain Alex is uh started this Indiegogo, um, for and, these custom. Oh God, you almost had me with Hitch and the Go-Go, man. Almost. Saw <laughs> her. But uh, he set up this Indiegogo, uh in memoriam uh to this youtuber slash streamer uh called etica who uh tragically passed uh due to 
uh, suicide. Mm-hmm. He was known uh, for his like really over the top reactions. He loved yep. a lot of the Nintendo IPs, um, but he also kind of had these manic outbursts, um, kind of odd, kind of depressed, um, just monologues that he he would go on. So it, he did this to raise money to donate to um, the JED Foundation, which actually does help um, youths, uh, young adults, and and children, teens, um, to prevent suicide. Mental health and suicide prevention, mm-hmm. yeah. But Nintendo was not happy with the fact that he had the words uh, Joy-Con Boys in there because Joy-Con... Etika's famous thing was Joy-Con Boys. Mm-hmm. But he, let's see, the C, they sent him a cease and desist over <laughs> the copy uh, over copyright infringement for for things like having Joy-Con on the controller or in the in the description or whatever it was. Yeah, and uh, he, I, I believe this actually happened uh, earlier this year, but it, it's just recently gotten more traction. Um, yeah, it says end with, of September. With the takedown, yeah. Well, and Nintendo's been sending those to a lot of people. They just shut down that Melee uh, tournament because it was using some build of Dolphin that was, uh, you know, unauthorized code with, like, rollback uh, net code and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and then they even went a, a step further because there was a, like, a Nintendo-sanctioned sec- uh, Splatoon 2 tournament, and... In solidarity, a lot of the teams for the Splatoon in the Splatoon tournament uh, named something like hashtag Save Smash or something or, or, or Save Melee, whatever it was. Oh, yeah, and, Save Melee. And um, Nintendo basically yanked the rights to uh, stream the the competition. So they basically kind of like killed the competition uh, as far as any kind of views and anything so nintendo's legal practices are not the best and a lot of people have to remember that they are a company they are out there to make money and they are extremely protective and predatory of their ips their trademarks and things like this but it's just it's kind of odd you would think they would see something like this and say hey this is you know, this person is making money, but they're donating that money right. toward a toward a, a good cause, a noble cause. Maybe we don't touch this one, but I, I don't know. They, I don't know if it's they, if if it's legal team doing it, if they auto generated or what. But Even it doesn't it's look a good. good. Cause, I, I mean, to us, it seems like an easy PR win, right? Like they pick oh, yeah. this up and pro- co promote this and everything and and honor this person that co-streamed their Nintendo directs and had the live reactions and all that kind of stuff. And he built up, I mean, he built up a fan base. He was a content creator that, I mean, we are striving to be at that level where we have that following and, and can do live reactions and things like that. So it it seems like such an easy PR win for Nintendo to co-promote this and have that alongside the remembrance of this person who was so fond of their brand. But are they afraid of it opening a door that there would be a precedent for, you know, selling these custom copyright infringed named devices or something? 
Who knows? And they are a Japanese company too. I mean, there's Nintendo Company of America, but the Nintendo Company Limited is the is the head in Japan. So, mm-hmm. just stinks, especially with all the recent Nintendo stuff. Uh, it looks like you can still get some of those. They're going to sell some of them on Etsy. Yeah, remaining stock of Joy Cons were for sale on my Etsy since last year, and then he got a cease and desist. Yeah, which he's holding a picture of. This is uh, Captain Alex, as Brent said. I don't mean to click the link. All right, what's up in news? What's next? Microsoft confirms xCloud beta is coming to iOS PC in spring of 2021. Wonderful news. This comes from The Verge. They're going to find a way to get it on iOS. I mean, they already said it's going to be uh, cloud-based, so or through uh, a web page app. So Yeah. Yep. He said the Verge reported in October that they were going to do that in early 2021, but this is actually, you know, clarified in a blog post from this past Wednesday. Uh, they say, quote, in spring 2021, we will take the next step in our journey to reach more players around the world by making cloud gaming as part of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate available on Windows PCs through the Xbox app and browser and iOS devices through mobile web browser. Uh, by adding, this is from Jarrett West, Microsoft's Xbox marketing chief, by adding over a billion devices as a path to playing in the Xbox ecosystem, we envision a seamless experience for all types of players. So uh, since nobody can get a Series X or a Series S, now that it's the hot emulation machine, you can use your iPad <laughs> early <laughs> next year. Just pay $15 a month for Master Chief Collection. Which is my highly recommended xCloud usage. I don't know. I'm excited about this because I have iOS devices and I, I had literally been creeping on like slick deals and stuff like that. And me and Cesar have exchanged messages about like, OK, what's well, a cheap Android phone we could potentially do this with? And it's gotten a lot easier, especially over the past, like, I would say a year and a half once iOS introduced those con- like native controller support. Because I had one of those Steel Series uh, iOS approved controllers that they had back in the day. And like the click, the sticks wouldn't click in. So it's it automatically rules out everything that technically yeah. has L3 and R3. So it just, they're finally getting, they're finally getting there. And it looks like Microsoft has a workaround for this stuff too. So that is good news to hear from. And it also says that they're bringing Game Pass to different, uh, different regions, including Australia, Brazil, Japan, and Mexico. Brazil's the big one, man. There's so many people in Brazil. That's a big Xbox place, too, isn't it? Cesar, you've mentioned that before. They're huge, and it's because uh, Xbox is a lot more affordable there since they have um, a production facility that right. produces consoles. Are crazy. So they can get around the whole um, taxes for it. But if you take down that, that barrier of hardware, I mean, that's even more people in that ecosystem, right? That's the goal. That is correct. Uh, next up, we also got an update on Halo Infinite which is confirmed to launch in fall 2021. This was according to a 343 Industries blog post, as shared for our news on The Verge by Jay Peters. Uh, 343 said it is working hard to create the best-looking Halo game ever. They showed off a bunch of stuff. As Cesar was talking earlier, Joseph Staten played through the entire campaign twice in one week. (laughs) 40 hour campaign. (laughs) Confirmed. Uh, There was a bunch of cool comments about side quests and things like that, but y'all can check out the blog post for that. He did a good job. He said, you know, stuff they wanted to put in the original Halo. They said they're able to do it now. So yeah, uh, he yep. made that he made that uh, assumption on there, like stuff that they discussed about they can they could have done. They just couldn't do it because of the technology and the time. 
He's been yeah, there from the beginning. So somebody who would know a Halo game, this is this is him. We've mentioned that on the podcast before. Um, they say fall 2021. You guys know what game is turning 20 years old in fall 2021? Trivia, Halo related. It would be Halo One, right? Mm-hmm. Combat yeah. Evolve. Yep. CE was a launch title, and that's going to be what, like November? Y'all remember the first Xbox? November twenty first, November seventeenth, somewhere around there. So like a week after GameCube, right? November fifteenth. Yeah. Because yeah. they were both like right after nine eleven. Because uh, PS two had that one year start. October. But, hey, I think. Yeah. That's got to be the launch day, right? How is that not? How do you miss up on that? And then you have like an anniversary edition you can sell and all that kind of stuff. It's not jinxing, man. There's still uh, still a whole year to fuck shit up. <laughs> there is. <laughs> and if 2021 goes like, please God, don't let it do it. Knock on wood like 2020 did. So sorry, you just got to go back to sleep, man. I thought it was in 2021. I woke up, I was like, holy shit. Is I that just, what you set your alarm for? Uh, I set my alarm for 8 o'clock, and I was like, what good are you? And I was like, because I looked at that freaking, I'm not going to say the name, but it's right at the my windowsill. I was like, all right. I was like, dude, we got a deal. Wake me up before 8 o'clock. And they're like, I got you. That shit never went off. I was like, all right, great. <laughs> looked up, I looked at my phone. And I was like, 820. I was like, man, I'm going to throw your shit. I'm going to throw your ass away. I was like, I know it's right. I know it read back to me like 820. I'm 8 o'clock. Set alarm for 755. I was like, I, we were we were talking. Joker knows that thing didn't go off at all. It's going to go off at like 8, uh, 8 a.m. tomorrow when I'm not here or when I'm at yep. work. It's going to ring nonstop. When I drive back in, it's going to be ringing nonstop. I tried to set one because I was going to take a nap before my kids ran in and like jumped on me and woke me up. So that was a done deal. But it went off at 730. I had told my watch to set the alarm. And then when it went off at 730, when I was already awake, it was I guess it was on silent mode. It's just buzzing. And I'm like, I wouldn't have felt that. I would have slept right through that shit. Oh, yeah. The bullshit watch thing where it just it farts on my wrist. I'm like, what is that on my wrist? I'm like, it's just pulsating. And it's <laughs> like it, it's mostly me getting upset and I'm getting angry and I just take the watch off and I throw it off and then I go back to sleep because yeah. whatever's annoying me needs to go away. <laughs> Sounds so, right. I was like, somehow we got in that, and that's funny that you brought that up, because we got in that conversation at work where somebody had told a story about, I, I don't remember where they got it from, but like somebody they knew, like, what the bed or something like that, and they were like a 35-year-old man, and they're like, I haven't done it since I was 35. He's like, apparently he had a dream where he was peeing, and then he woke up, and he realized he was peeing in the bed. He's like, what the hell is happening? And apparently he, yep. ended up, some, somehow he ended up peeing on his back. And so he, he said he ended up just taking a shower and then throwing a towel over the bed and then going back to sleep, and his wife didn't even know. She's like, why the hell you didn't wake me up? And he's like, well... Well, what am I gonna do? I was like, that's exactly what <laughs> Honey, I, I pissed myself. So like, that's something I would have done because I would have been so tired. But like, I don't have time for this. I just want to throw the whole mattress off the bed, got on the box screen, and just went back to sleep. I was like, I'll deal with this in the morning. Box I was like, <laughs> I'm like, at, the, at that point, you're like half asleep. You just want to go back to sleep. You don't want to sit there and fuck, you know, mess with that shit. So I'm like, <laughs> but uh, I too, I too have encountered the vivid dream uh, urinating. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're there, man? You think you're there? You're not there. You wake it up and you're peeing yourself. And I'm like, shit, I'm shit, Thirty-seven year old man peeing myself. I'm like, no. Oh. I'm, I'm done it since I was like eight. And I was like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> oh, you're gonna get old, Brent. <laughs> These are joys are growing old. <laughs> I had to just, look between me, between me and you, and I'm not gonna candid what surgery I had to get. I had to get a surgery before before that surgery happened. It happened once or twice where I was like what is going on that's how it ended up me going to the doctor i'm like i haven't done this shit in like 30 years like i'm waking up like there's something seriously wrong with me i was like i, I was to the point where i didn't go back to sleep again i'm like no fuck this i'm like if i'm doing this <laughs> i better yeah it's like i better relive my life over again if i'm starting this shit over i'm like i'm gonna get all the bad stuff so hey people come for the games and they stay for the pissing on themselves stories <laughs> 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 
Yo, was he laying on his back peeing, or did he literally urinate on his back? I never got the, I never got the full story how that even happened. I, I just know apparently he had the the slit on his pajamas, which opened up in the front for the emergency exit oh, or whatever. Okay. And somehow he was sleeping on his stomach or something. Somehow it got on his back. I don't know. I, I didn't. That was not the question I asked. It was me laughing because I was like, "That's what I would have done. I would have done the very bare minimum for me to go back to sleep." So I'm surprised that dude even took a shower. I just went like, "Change of clothes. I'll deal with it in the morning." So I'm like, "Cause I'm half asleep. I'm like, I'm struggling. It's like I'm surprised I made it up to on this podcast." So. Oof. It's got to be a shower. It's got to be a shower after that event. All right. Uh, <laughs> moving on. I don't know how we recover from that. <laughs> Being on your back. Uh, Metal Gear Solid has a movie uh, adaptation, as we all know, and they have finally named their Solid Snake. Uh, it is Oscar Isaac of Star Wars fame, I guess. I haven't seen those Star Wars movies, so I don't really know who he is. Oscar Isaac, he's in that movie that you enjoy so much, and it's called uh, Annihilation. He is. He's the, uh, the scientist's husband, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, he yes. is a Hispanic actor who has been popping up everywhere uh, recently. He's also going to play uh, Moon Knight for Marvel. Uh, he also played Apocalypse in the X-Men uh, movies. He was a villain there. Uh, he's done a lot of stuff. He's pretty good. Uh, he's also going to be in Dune, which we're going to get uh, stream- streamable on HBO Max next year, which was yep. supposed to come out this Christmas. So. Dune but, is coming to HBO Max. So he, he's also a part of that movie. If you quietly look at any of the big budget movies out there, he is secretly in all of them, out acting everybody. He's the new uh, William H. Macy. Yes, we can go with that, sure. Good reference, right? Uh, this guy has a face for Solid Snake. I, th- I think uh, I think it's a good pick. I'm okay with it. Is that sorry? No. Um, no, I'm totally fine with it. Uh, I mean, they he he totally said that was his dream role, and they were pitching that for a while, and. Yeah, that's a really cool it. bit. He's yeah. on a preview, like a preview circuit for something else, right? For another and, movie. Mm-hmm. And they ask him what he, what role he'd like to play. He's like Solid Snake, of course. And he got he fucking got oh, it. Oh no, he it was a Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. It's like who would you play? Yeah. Solid Snake, of course. Oh, yeah. snake. snake. Yeah, he's like Snake. <laughs> you gotta be Ooh, careful. Man. You gotta be careful. There's too many snakes. There's like eighty-five thousand snakes in that whole series. So, <laughs> you gotta be very specific. Yeah. Some of Twitter sphere was pretty funny after that, and that somebody had a like a they had four screenshots up, and they're like, "All right, y'all are bitching about this guy. Only one of these people is Solid Snake. You have to name who this is. Yeah, <laughs> name your snakes." When they're like, technically one of them's Old Snake, so does that count? I was like, "What the fuck has happened?" I just got oh, a, you saw the same my, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then one, was, of, uh, one of them was Pliskin, and I'm like, "Okay." Oh, the Metal Gear Solid Two one. I'm like, because <laughs> yeah. I had to look that shit up. I'm like, "Did I did I play that scene game?" Everybody played. I was like, "I don't." I think I swore that was Snake, and I went in there had to look up the back. I was like, "No, these fuckers are dumb, man." I'm like, "Nah," and I was like, yep. "I'm not falling for this shit." I was like, "I, I get Venom. I, all right, I get Big Boss. I get Venom Snake. I get the different iterations of Big Boss. Yep. So I, I get that." But I'm like. Yeah, the Pliskin thing, I was like, no, I was like, get out of here with that shit. I was like, that's Snake, yeah. No, this guy's blah, 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 Iroquois Pliskin. I'm like, Iroquois Pliskin. I'm like, yeah, that was his code name, but he went back to Snake at the, at the end of it. Because mm-hmm. like, we all knew who it was. Like, come on. We played the whole first mission as him. Spoilers. Okay, hey, these are these are still the both a long way. Do what? The whole tanker incident was a spoiler. The tanker was awesome. Re- trying to recreate Shadow Moses on the ocean. <laughs> Whenever I'm craving, yeah, basically, right? Whenever I'm craving some Metal Gear Solid, I, I pop in the Tinker mission. That's a that's a favorite. Uh, so the two upcoming movies, Uncharted and Metal Gear Solid, we obviously know way less about the Metal Gear Solid movie except for who's playing Snake. That's about it. Which one do you think, uh, guys, do you think will be most successful or most enjoyable? Those aren't necessarily the same thing, are they? 
The most successful will probably be the Metal Gear Solid one because that one is going to probably make it out and when movie theaters are most likely going to be fully open and people can actually go to watch that. Makes sense. Why Uncharted is still up in the air and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Sony makes another deal with like Apple TV to throw it on there for streaming. So yeah. So they, we got yeah. to talking. I don't. I don't want to sidetrack us too bad. But we got to talking about Astro as the face of PlayStation a couple of weeks ago. Like, all right, this is the de facto mascot, right? When did it veer away from Drake? When did that transfer? Because the Uncharted name, they're making a movie. The name, the brand, all that still means something. But, you know, what are they going to do with that character or that that height of PlayStation that he brings? What do you guys think? I don't think it's done because, remember, they got that secret... San Diego or that Santa Monica studio that supposedly been making that uh, Uncharted sequel for the longest. So, uh, which I don't think it'd probably be Drake based. I think they, I mean, I remember they ended Uncharted 4 with like, hey, this is an ending. So if you wanted to use these other characters, right, kind of carry on this type of gameplay without having to go through and fuck around with Nate's name, then you can. So, so you don't have the weight of, of that character associated with that brand. Can that brand, carry on perfectly fine without that character i think so because uh they came out with that little short loss was it lost legacy, legacy which was right. i enjoyed it just as much as uh, any of the other uncharted uncharted games which right i put it up there with it so and they you had totally different leads on that one it actually had all three of the minor characters throughout the fourth game mm -hmm. showed up in there so but you could also say too like uh Halo, Cesar, our least favorite Halo game is ODST, where you did not play as the Chief. You know, that was one of the main things. No, I mean, you and, played Dar Dari. That's the best Halo game. Dari. Dari, <laughs> the Dari that recently departed uh, Bioware. Yeah. That's that's the best Halo game up here, and it had the best lore. I actually had it on their fucking noir style, so. It was a little different. It was it was its own thing, and, and and when I say least favorite Halo game, we still had fun with it, so it was it was still an enjoyable experience. So. And the, the only thing we got out there was Nathan Fillion, and they still have the Roman Halo game, so... Right. He's, like, one of the longest-lasting at this point, right? They, like, 343 stuck with that character and fleshed him out in 5, and I think he's in bits of 4, isn't he? Yeah. And he was also, like, him and Mike Coltier, which uh, was, I think, the one of the, the, the protagonists in 5, so... But he was also showing up in the previous Halo game. I can't remember if it was Halo 4 or something like that. Because he, he also did in that TV show, too. That One of those Halo Fall ones or Reach ones. He was in there. In the live mm -hmm. action. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because Halo Showtime is supposed to be coming at some point, too, right? The Spielberg joint that's been in production for like I'm, eight years. I'm still waiting for West Side Story. That's what's coming out uh, this month. So. Uh, I'm sure like any other Spielberg film is all getting pushed back until when they go to movie theaters. So you don't have a... Uh, angry Christopher Nolan yelling at people. Right, Christopher Nolan's crazy about the theaters, man. It's like his experience. Theaters like, have to be open. He went out, yeah, he went out there. It's like uh, with the whole HBO Max deal. It's like now you're taking movies out of the movie theater and putting on a shitty streaming service. He straight put uh, Warner Brothers on blast, a shitty streaming service. He said that's he straight called him a shitty streaming service. I was like, they wow. made him millions of dollars. Did um, was he the one that was bitching about somebody getting an Oscar, like Netflix film or something, getting an Oscar or Oscar nomination? Um, the director I, was griping about that. I don't know anymore because it's like it's always back and forth with like Scorsese says this or no one says that, and yeah. you know somebody's uh, Fincher says this. Fincher's like you know David Fincher's like I'm only going to work with Netflix now, you know, like and he doesn't work with movie studios. So everybody has their preference. It's all preference thing. Yeah, you know, this is the problem is people throw their opinion out there and, and people just get pissed. So yeah. I just listen to it. I'm like, all right, cool, and I just go on with my life. So 
Uh, speaking of getting pissed, God of War's Kratos is now available in Fortnite. This comes from The Verge also, and that is not just Fortnite on PS4 or PS5. You can play as Kratos on Switch, on PC, on Xbox, anywhere. Anywhere you've downloaded your favorite version of Fortnite client, you, you can buy uh, God of War protagonist Kratos. You can do that, but you can't buy uh, PlayStation Plus exclusive uh, customizations. Harvard, Harvard Kratos. <laughs> to uh, other consoles, so... For 2200 V bucks, whatever that means, it's like what 20, 20 bucks probably. Uh, what is that? I don't know how the V bucks translate. I, I, it's like the fucking euro stuff. I don't understand it. I don't know which one goes <laughs> up and down, and I have to look at the fucking market to figure out what my V bucks translate to. But or the shit. original Xbox 360. Remember, you got Microsoft points, and it was like a thousand points was like 850 Six, or something. 1600 yeah. points was 20 bucks. I remember that. I was, was. I was dropping 20 bucks every time. 1600 points, 1600 points. I'm like, it's not even a round number. I'm like, what the fuck? How does that 1600 points? That was the increments. And uh, when PSN first launched, you could only do like solid numbers. So $5. You, the minimum you yeah. do is five bucks. So I was like, I'm going to buy this $2 DLC. Nope, five bucks. You got to drop five bucks every time. Yep. And things I would get would be like 699. So I just carried pennies on every single transaction. Yeah. It's like, what's happening? I'm like carrying shit over. It's like uh, I'm uh, doing fucking math every day. I'm just rounding shit over there. <laughs> Those were the like, dark days. I, I was like, this is why I went to fucking digital. So I don't have to sit there and count coins. I've still got coins in my purse. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I'm like, <laughs> coins in my purse, my PlayStation purse, <laughs> <laughs> or wallet, whatever the fuck you want to call it. There's, there's there's your podcast name, coins in my purse. <laughs> coins coins in my PlayStation purse. Yeah, there we Toss go. Toss a coin from your PlayStation purse to your Witcher. That works too. We'll bring it all the way back around. Uh, so is anyone going to fire up Fortnite to play as Kratos? What What is the draw of this? What is the appeal of putting uh, Sony Santa Monica's glorious, angry god character in Fortnite? So the whole appeal is you're trying to promote that brand amongst different people who may not. I mean, it's a cool thing if you're a PlayStation player. Like, hey, I can play as Kratos. And you got other people like, hey, this, they make a big deal. Let me see what this guy's about. Maybe spark interest to play. Yeah that person's catalog somewhere else. So, I mean, you're going to probably start seeing that a little bit more with Sony where they're going to stop being as stingy with their IPs. And we've been seeing that. I mean, you saw some of their games going to, um, like, Steam. So they're going to yep. start promoting stuff to kind of bring people in that brand. The problem is, it's like, it's just PlayStation's always been weird. It's like they're trying to step away from that Nintendo mentality where they was like, oh, this is our ecosystem, and slowly yep. make their way to, like, that Microsoft one where Microsoft's okay with, like, you know, like, hey, we got a guest character on fucking Smash. Who gives a shit, you know? Yeah. You know, what are we going to do, you know? We got two of them. I'm actually watching this trailer finally, and I, I do get it. Because it looks like if you pick him or maybe it's in the new season or something, it, it looks like he's got, like, an intro video. It looks like he's got story and stuff. So people are definitely going to see that character and be like, all right, where's where's this from? And I could see the purpose behind it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you know uh, Epic paid sony crazy money to get him in the game you know like please god let us use this character so i mean they're calling that, the shots at this point and we got the whole rumor that uh, uh master chief will be on there master after tomorrow yeah so. tomorrow is the rumored announcement the game awards is he mm -hmm. one of the 12 i don't I'm, I'm sure it's gonna it's gonna be their 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 push for um the 20th anniversary of halo i'm sure it's gonna be all in the celebration of that so i'm sure that's all gonna start at the game awards I'm ready to go big, man. I'm missing and two figures from this series, from this Halo Infinite series. Just, I'm, getting, just, I'm getting the figures as they come out. Just remember, whatever you buy will expire and explode at the end of next year. You know the rules. 
You can't yeah. celebrate anniversaries until with expiration dates and stuff. That's, that's only the Nintendo rule. That's everybody. They started <laughs> the, the rule. The Nintendo rule shit blows up. Your, your fucking uh, Halo statue is going to blow up at the end of December next year. You're just going to look at it and go. <laughs> <laughs> so here's how we test it with Nintendo, right? The, my European Game & Watch will explode before the North American one. Yep. So we'll just wait until, was it March 31st? And we'll all gather around, we'll live stream it, and we'll see if my Game & Watch explodes on March 31st, if I can still play it after that. If we if that doesn't happen, we know we're good. We know we're okay. And we'll watch our physical copies of uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars and see what happens to them. Just disintegrate. <sighs> was there anything else with that 35th anniversary? That was the two goods that came out, right? Is there anything else? They had other stuff, too, like Pumas and I don't yeah. even remember. There was all sorts of like weird little things that came out for it. The champion hoodie, like the yeah. they're like sixty dollar champion hoodies. They look good, but when I started pricing, them, I was like, nah, I don't know about that. Yep. All right. Anybody got any news they want to add in last minute? No, I just I want. Damn it, Sony finished the deal. I'm tired of paying twenty dollars a month in anime. I just want to pay ten. <laughs> Finish the fucking deal. <laughs> How long do you think it'll be to implement the the changes system wide? Um, it uh, it depends on what they're gonna do. Uh, they bought Funimation to do a streaming service uh, to get worldwide, but it never took off anywhere past USA. And they own um, Anime Lab in New Zealand, Mad Men in Australia, and then Manga UK and England. Um, they couldn't get it to take off around the world, so it's probably gonna be the whole bit where they're gonna be like, "All right, do we just?" Had do like high dive. I mean, high dive does now where they just integrate Funimation and Crunchyroll and just have Crunchyroll handle all that. It, it all depends. Crunchyroll is the one with 50, 90 million active users worldwide. That's probably the one that's going to stay. What Funimation is going to be regulated to is going to be the question. Because what's probably going to happen is they're going to do what they did last time. It's going to take Crunchyroll and then give it to Aniplex and everybody and all like Funimation's a they answer to Aniplex in Japan. So. They don't. They don't answer to anybody else. So it's probably gonna be the same thing. Anyplex is probably gonna be handling all their anime-based needs. So I just would just want to pay one fucking subscription price. Is all I'll give it. Give me one fee. Roll it all into one. Anime Ultimate. Anime that's, Pass Ultimate. That's that's all I want. That's it's it's like the fucking Osprey awesome song. It's all I want. It's coming to you, sir. It's, it's the dream. The dream is on. Aye, 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 aye. Y'all ready to go to games played? All right. Yeah. Seriously. I'll start my my session with my experience with true next-gen gaming. Actually, remember to bring the prop this time. Oh, actually, I have a side note because I had some listeners reach out to me. Brant was one of them. Um, Brant, not that you're a listener. I mean, you're a listener, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Uh, My glucometer was dying as we were getting off the show last week. Uh, I got a replacement shipped to me very quickly. I had to get on the phone with them right after last week's episode. It was resolved rapidly. Apparently, I was given some old stock, so that's why the transmitter died as quickly as it did, which oh, sucks. Who does that? They're like, eh, it should work. It's not uh, CBS. <laughs> I guess they found one in the back of the shelf, and they were like, sure, we'll just give it to this guy and get him off our case. I don't know if we'll, um, yeah, I don't know, yeah. I don't know if that, that'll be my drug company uh, choice at the, after that point. I'm like, mm. I have no choice, so. Hey, I, I'm the same way. I have CBS Caremark as my prescription provider, so. I uh, typically go other places and they're like, you can only do this once. And I'm like, just fucking give me my shit. And I'm like, I don't know. I'll worry about it later. That's a future me problem. I'm like, uh, Sucks, I'm, I'm worried about it the second. So, <laughs> But I am okay. I'm healthy. I had no ill effects from being without a sensor for two days. So I think, I thank everybody for checking in on me. Now to next-gen gaming, not Bluetooth transmitters tied to healthcare. 
uh, I do I dove clearly into the the best next gen gaming solution currently available. You jump in um, too late. <laughs> I want to say yes, but half of me says no, and uh, and here's why. Y'all ready? Settle in. Oh, Cesar's leaving. He's I, gonna I, get I, some coffee. Yeah, I talked Cesar out of this. So uh, Stadia, I got this as a Brant put it in our news as um. As a way that there was a free path to get the Stadia Premier Edition. If you were a YouTube premium subscriber, which I am, or I think it was YouTube TV also. Um, so you had to do a free month of pro. So the thing that reminded me to actually hook up the Stadia and try it out was I got my, uh, you're about to be charged for your first month of pro. And I was like, oh shit, I guess while it's free, I better bust this thing out and actually try it and see what it's like. Um, so first thing off, you you... Get the Chromecast Ultra out. You get the Stadia controller out, and you add everything to Wi-Fi in the Stadia app. So you have to download the Stadia app, and uh, and add everything piecemeal. Like, you know, have you ever added a like a smart device to your your Wi-Fi? Like you connect to its Wi-Fi connection, and then it passes off to. So you have to do that with both the Chromecast Ultra, which apparently comes with some sort of Stadia build, because I could never get it to boot into like a normal Chromecast OS. So it eventually, I'll talk about this, it eventually launched to where it's just a Stadia device. Like, that's what it is now. I'm sure there's a way to wipe it and, and redo it, but right now it is a clearly a Stadia device. Here's the controller. I've held it up a couple times. Uh, the controller is really, really great. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the controller. USB-C, I played with it for about three or four hours. Uh, one or two hours of that were probably hooking it up. Um, I don't think I text Cesar much of this drama. But uh, uh, you I might just, have said uh, fuck this shit at some point. You just rubbed in your <laughs> PUBG win. You're like, listen, look here, bitch. I'm like, I'll get there because one of the free games is Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. One of my I, I, I just wanted to add it to the story. So I'm like, this is the only uh, yep. inclamation of uh, your. I only got your successes in your uh, text messages. I never got your negative. Kind of went up. Although there were there were plenty of failures. So I'm used to setting stuff up, right? All right, it's a game console. I've had my PS5 set up in what, five minutes is about as long as it takes. And this took me an hour and a half to two hours, probably. Jeez. I had the, you have to download the Google Home app. You have to download the Stadia app. And it walks you through each bit of the process. This, the setup is fine until you get to a point and you're supposed to just hand off. You're supposed to tie the Chromecast Ultra to your Stadia account. And I just never had that option. And I rebooted everything. I went to factory settings on both of them. Same thing. I had the same thing happen with the second the second go through. It, that was a faster setup, but I was still at the point where it's like when you go to add a Chromecast Ultra to your Stadia account, it says no Chromecast Ultras to be found. I'm like, what the fuck? What am I supposed to do? And the Chromecast is on the TV telling you to add it in the Stadia app. I'm like, I'm already fucking there. What do you want me to do? I can't I can't force it to pop up like you're not in there. You're not in there. So uh, I went where every uh, good researcher or troubleshooter goes, which is Reddit, because <laughs> Reddit has all the answers. That's, and, that's um, my go-to place, too, where yep. we all get angry together. Yep. So uh, one person said, uh, go into the Chromecast settings in the Google Home once you've added that and turn on the custom firmware. Like, not, It's not custom firmware. The setting is like uh, preview. It's the preview firmware build. It's like you probably got an old one. It doesn't have the right firmware on there. Put it in the preview firmware. And th this is after everything updates because when I wiped both of them, I had to update them when I got them, the controller and the Stadia. Then I had to update them after I wiped them and, and start all over again. So after the after doing the uh, the custom firmware, which it reboots again after that, the Stadia firmware, I thought, 
still wasn't in there. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm, ba- I'm back to Reddit. Here we go. I'm, I'm an hour, an hour and a half deep in at this point. They say, try a different device. I'm like, how is that going to, what does that change anything? So I download both these apps on my iPad. I think that's how they get you. They want you to have Stadia on, on as many devices as you can possibly download it. And they just put fail states in. I, can I ran through the exact same process. I put both devices on the exact same network, including the network the iPad was on. And there it is. I'm right there at the screen. Add Stadia to, add Chromecast Ultra to Stadia account. And then, boom, I'm right there. And there's the Stadia. It's not even a store. You pick. Have you seen somebody launch a game or do anything like that, Cesar, from Stadia? I have a Stadia app. I fucked around with it. That's the one I went, went in there and made sure I had my name in there. None. Right, right. So I'm the same name on there if you want to add me. I don't have a friend yet, except for – I no, I actually do have a friend, the guy that carried me to PUBG win. I was like, me and you are going to be friends for life. But um, Then you never jump back on again? I haven't been back on since then. I think my pro runs out tomorrow, so I probably won't ever get back in there. And you have to be – you have to reignite the pro to get the games that you claim for free when you are a pro member, which sucks butthole, but whatever it is. So uh, I get everything set up controllers in i i go i peruse the pro games to see what i can play because those are the free games you can play hitman one was in there hitman two uh player unknowns battlegrounds uh cesar and i are noted fans of that uh what else did i download i was hoping the tomb raider game was in there but i think that was like a launch title so it wasn't available for me with pro stadia pro seems to cycle titles like game pass but they come out faster than game pass and they're not as high quality i would say when I'm looking through that library, and this is just my opinion, don't take this as fact. You can go in and look and see what Stadia Pro games are available, and if if that's your cup of tea or not. So I download PUBG. I downloaded something else. I didn't download. You add them to your to your library, right? So I'm like, okay, I know what PUBG plays like on Xbox. I know what PUBG plays like on PlayStation. Let's fire this thing up and and see what it does, dude. I was right into the menu. No waiting. No loading. Um, I got right into a game with a, it was a foursome. It was the normal, you know, uh, 25 teams and, and diving in. And, uh, there was never any lag. It played beautifully. The controller was great. The rumble's great on the controller. And somehow, (laughs) somehow we fucking won, man. And I got the last kill. I like won the game and, uh, long time listeners will know I haven't had a chicken dinner since, oh God. April, You've been starving. You've been starving. April 2018. So, so hungry. So hungry. It's been over two years. It's been forever. And um, this guy, the guy I was playing with was mowing people down. We we got separated and lost one of our four immediately. Uh, one of the guys was with us for a while. Um, he got killed in one of the like, second to last firefights. And then uh, at the very end, uh, my guy got knocked down. I could see... And I had the mic hooked up and everything. The mic just plugs into the controller. Any standard 3.5 mic setup that you currently have works. And uh, I was talking to him. I never heard him talk back, so I can't speak on Stadia's voice chat capability or anything. But I could see the mic uh, icon popping up on my screen. So it's it's available, and it seemed like it took you know the headset that I, I had plugged in. It's, it's, a game that we, it's a game we all play where one of us is on mute. We don't know it. Or like the yep. one I played Halo with you guys and I had only you on mute. And I was like, damn, Richard didn't talk at all. I'm, like, I'm sitting here and like everybody's sporadically talking here and there. I'm like, one of was like, why do I have Richard on mute? I'm like, it was just fuck? me. You just muted me for some reason. You went not hear me screaming about Halo. This conversation's more lively when Richard's unmuted. I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> I'm starting to just go and doing random shit. I'm like, what's, what's happening, guys? <laughs> Can I play? 
please, please let me I'll, join I'll, in. I was surprised Russell wasn't yelling at me like, "You fucking go off the off the rails. You're going doing your own shit. What the hell are you doing? That's not what we were discussed." I'm like, "Yeah, we gotta we gotta get back on those big team battles. This is a good time." But uh, at the very end, I'm, I'm trying to call out where the person's at. My partner gets down because there's there's three left. So it's me and him. We're in this house. It's it, the circle has closed into like a selection, like a closed part of two houses, and there's a fence to the left. Mm-hmm. And the guy comes running past me. I have a chance to kill him. And uh, there's a video of it. I said it to Cesar. I should post uh, it. Yeah, I saw him where you, you just watch him run around. And then you come <laughs> like, the just, guy's over there. Yeah. I'm shooting everywhere. <laughs> I'm shooting He's everywhere. Over here. I'm missing him. I'm missing him. So he goes in the house, comes back out of the house. He passes me. And he downs my partner and he's coming around looking at my partner thinking I'm in the house in front of him. I have no clue how this person missed me. And I lined them up. I had I had a full reload and was ready to go. And I lined them up and shot him in the back. And I'm almost in disbelief, like, oh, God, did I just win this? This is my first game playing on this platform. This is my first time playing this game, period, in like two years. Did we just win? And that chicken dinner popped up and I was like, oh, my God, yes! <laughs> Victory! <laughs> And I'll never play again. I'm batting a thousand on on PUBG on Steam. You're, like, you're like me when I win games. Sometimes it's like fuck this. I'm never playing again. The only one game I lost is the only time I played Fortnite with y'all, and I win, and I didn't win. One time you lost, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Let me see what that other Stadia Pro game was. I, I thought I fired something else up and was just yeah. There's Cesar sending me an invite. So you you queue up the Stadia from did, did, your. Did you get my message? Yeah, I thought about doing that Borderlands deal. You queue up the game what, you what, want. What did my message say? Let me find it. Messages. Accept. <laughs> this is great. This is thrilling content. Uh, we've added messages. Uh, continue. I have to accept all the permissions. Yep. All yep. The, yep, yep. I just all did right. all that so I can sit there and uh, talk shit to you. Uh, get good. Yes. I, <laughs> I defeated PUBG this year uh, in the year of our uh, That was worth it. <laughs> so I think I am good. I think I am the best. Uh, let me see what else is in my library. So you have the app, right? And this might not be so great for uh, non-video watchers, listeners, but I'll try to explain as best as possible. You add the game to your library, right? You go to your library. That's I'm in the store, and that play button right there. And I named my Chromecast Basement TV. You hit play on there, and it will launch the game. And the game is ready to go. There's no updates. There's no loading there's no anything it's just it fires up and it's ready to go immediately and that part especially that's we had some bad PUBG updates where we were just sitting and waiting for hours in the lobby for somebody else to get an update applied because they changed one thing and all of a sudden it was you know 80 gigs or whatever um that part of it was really awesome the performance i had it was just over wi-fi and i have pretty good wi-fi and internet it was flawless i never saw skipped frames i never saw any sort of lag it played perfectly that the worst part of it was that getting into it. That was easily the worst part. I downloaded Celeste. I didn't play it. I downloaded that super hot that's on there. I didn't play it. Panzer Dragoon. I played the first episode of Panzer Dragoon because it was on there. And it, um, I didn't play enough of it to really have impressions. It was beautiful. The music was awesome. Uh, it was lag free for a shooter. You know, I was looking left, right. I never saw it seemed 60 frames per second the whole time. I was playing on a 1080p TV, by the way. So I don't know if that factors into some of the lag that some people may encounter but if they flesh this out a little bit better uh it's this is where it's at it's pretty dang awesome i considered they currently have a promotion where if you pre-purchase cyberpunk and i could get it for i've got like a ten dollar voucher or something for trying out pro oh i can actually give a free month that's all you want a free month it would be a waste give it somebody who uses it (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying it, it literally would not be. I I have barely have time to play my PlayStation Five, and yeah. I got to switch that. I probably needs uh need to start playing shit on there, and an Xbox that I only play fucking Halo on there. Yep. So dedicated Halo box, but uh, they currently have a promotion where it's uh, fifty bucks. No, maybe it is sixty. Well, you pre-purchase Cyberpunk, which is the big game of the year, and it's coming out at the end of this week. All that kind of stuff. And uh, they'll ship you the Premiere Edition with the controller and the Chromecast Ultra and all that. So, kind of pays for Chrome for the for the whole setup if you want in that ecosystem. And uh, I know Cyberpunk's going to be getting a bunch of updates, so it'd be awesome to. And I haven't researched like when Stadia gets those. Like, are they behind the consoles? Are they behind PC? Like, when is that build live for them? Um, but that would be worth it for a game like that. Uh, that these early reviews they say is buggy and stuff like that for Cyberpunk. So I can we, see that. We, we that knew that was coming. A bit of it. We knew that was and, coming. Yeah. And then some games apparently run like crap. Like I could have gotten that. Uh, what was it? Borderlands Three, the Ultimate Edition. Everything I could have got it for ninety nine cents. And when I was doing the research, apparently Borderlands just is garbage on Stadia for some reason, and that's that's kind of the a big shared game and stuff like that with constant updates and always changing the you know the live service style like PUBG, which was a good example. Apparently Borderlands is just totally not optimized for uh, for Stadia, so maybe it'll get there. I'm impressed with it. I'm not going to keep paying for it. If they if something really cool comes out on Pro, I might re up for that month and try to knock it out and download whatever else I've been missing to add to my library. I keep saying download. You don't download shit to this thing. It's dream. Um, yep. Uh, the power adapter. I've never seen this before. The power adapter for the Chromecast ultra has an ethernet jack in the very bottom of it. So you could actually hardwire the, the stadia setup if you wanted to for, for better performance. So it's, it's okay, man. Uh, the, the actual using it and, and playing on it, I have nothing but good things to say about. The setup is not, this is not setting up a PS5. This is not setting up a new iPhone. This is not that ease of, and I don't know if it's because they partnered with, you know, not partnered with Chromecast, but because they don't have a dedicated like Stadia box that they send you, maybe that's part of the solution instead of having this Stadia flashed Chromecast Ultra. But, uh, those are my thoughts on it. If the if there was a little bit beefier s- service, I think I could I could see myself doing this. I mean, what we thought it was to start with, where you got the games as part of the service, not paying ten dollars a month and buying Cyberpunk for sixty or Ghost Recon for sixty or whatever it is, you know. Um, I played Halo. This is my Stadia rant. I played some Halo Saturday night and Friday night. <laughs> Still good. Everybody, get on. Uh, join us in Combat Evolved. We're still playing a game from 19 years ago. It's still a blast. Let's give it, give it uh, another year. You've been playing a game from 20 years ago. Yep. Uh, we're starting to see the same people, like the same people play the same modes as us, and they'll end up in games with us. Shout out to Dr. Phil 66 and Fossil Warrior 56. For some reason, they're like back-to-back numbers. We see them Phil. all the time. We see them all the time. <laughs> There's one other one. I can't – Russell knows the name, but I can't remember it. Um uh, what else did I play? Final Fantasy 15. I love this game. This is an awesome ass game. Had I watched the anime last week? Did yes. I talk about watching? Okay. Gotta watch the anime. Brent, you you don't know anything about this, right? You never played the game or anything? Uh-uh. Oh, the media, the way they tied in this movie, Kingsglaive, and then the anime to have the backstory for these characters. 
because the game just the game just starts and you really don't know what's happening. If you have consumed both of those pieces and they're great standalone, I could have watched both of those, enjoy those characters and never played this game. But that combination of like what they deal, did to build that backstory and that lore for those characters is second to none. It's awesome. And now I'm meeting like they're just ticking off these characters that either I met in the anime or I met in the movie or they hinted at. And I immediately know like, OK, here's where they fall into the story and things like that. And I'm but I'm still being surprised. Like there's still stuff that goes on. I'm like, what the hell is even happening? Um, gameplay, I finally figured out. So sorry, you're going to laugh at me. You have to hold down R2 in the middle of a fight to pull up a menu. Like, I was not healing at all. I was just trying to slug through every battle. And then I'm looking in my inventory when I'm driving around. I was like, I have 90 potions. Why do I have so many potions? And um, so you have to pull up R2 to kind of slow things down and heal your characters and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a couple. So the way the it seems like the, the combat lends heavily from, I haven't played any of the more recent kingdom hearts, but it plays like the kingdom hearts games, like PS PS two style. And, but there are some things, uh, and Kingsclave covers this, like how Noctis is able to use this power, but he'll warp. He throws this little dagger and he'll warp across the battlefield. And an element of that is like getting up on high edges to recover HP and MP. And I can never get it to like focus on that part in the midst of all the chaos that's happening to get that to happen but uh combat is is coming along I'm, I'm learning as i go and there's plenty of opportunities against weaker things there's side quests here and there in every village you go to um the production value i was talking about the anime and the in the movie but just like the the mundane ordinary things you would do in an rpg like rest when you go to a campground this this whole game's about a journey it's these four dudes the the bro trip or whatever they call it do when they go to a, a new place they'll stay in either like a hotel or camper or something like that in the midst of that like you level up at those at those instances you'll see the characters like uh chatting on uh chairs outside the camper or they'll be sitting on the bed or you know one is at the a table in the hotel room and they're just they're chit-chatting back and forth and you see them like getting up and describing stuff and it's just like it's these extra bits built into the story that are just supposed to be like, it, it, it would have been a menu in Final Fantasy X. You would have been just in the sphere grid moving your moving your attributes and stuff around. But you like you like see this extra side bits of these characters in these scenes. And it just, it's awesome, man. Like you're never disconnected from what they're feeling or what their strengths are or what they're worried about, stuff like that. You're just, you're always getting these these side conversations and, it's just so immersive. And the driving from place to place, uh, every town I go to, you can buy Final Fantasy soundtrack CDs. And it's not the full soundtrack, but you'll get like some greatest hits. And every every stop I go to, I'm like, okay, what soundtrack CD is this? And uh, I just got Final Fantasy X. I just got Final Fantasy IV. I went to one place that had four discs of Final Fantasy XI music. I was like, God damn, how much Final <laughs> Fantasy? But they've been... Final Fantasy Eleven's been out forever, so that is but, also uh, that's also a thing they carried over to Seven Remake. You can buy the soundtracks as you go you to can. different stores. Yeah, oh, that's awesome! What a cool touch. Uh, money seems hard to come by in this game. Do you remember that being the case, Cesar? Uh, I do not. And I've picked uh, up uh, knickknacks, uh, but I don't know what like what to sell. It's that RPG never, fear of never have I never have I thought when I beat that game is like man, I never this was the Resident Evil money games. Uh, I don't remember that being an issue. At this, I think once you start doing quests, you'll you'll pick up more money. I was about like, to say little monster quests and shit like that. That and do you remember if there's like any pivotal things I have to hold on to, or maybe they'll tell me like you probably shouldn't sell that. 
That's what I'm afraid uh, of right now. Like I, like I picked up this rare ore or something, and I'm gonna need it ten quests from now. Oh yeah, right now I could get also a weapon with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember, like, shit, was fuck, no. Was it Final Fantasy twelve? There were like twenty chests you couldn't open to get the ultimate weapon. You had to have the guide to find out what chests not to open. I don't remember being that uh, convoluted. I sold a bunch of strategy guides. Either I came up with that or <laughs> I sold a bunch of strategy guides for Final Fantasy twelve telling people that. I don't remember that being the case in fifteen where you like hold on this shit for later. Oh. Uh typically most RPGs nowadays when they go into modern days, they always throw items you need and key items so you can't accidentally sell that shit. So yeah. and usually when you're not sure, you're always questioning you're selling shit. You're like you put up there like, why are you giving me hundred thousand dollars for this? So I'm like, hmm. Yeah. You look, I, I you look at that like, all right, I gotta research that, you know. Yep. I That's gave that too because I, I had something that it said it was like a cast off coin or something like that. And it was worth more than anything I had in my inventory. And I was like, man, nah, I'm going to hold on to that shit. Back in the Reddit, you know, like, what the yep. fuck is coin? Do I need it? Do I keep it? I did have to jump into Reddit for, uh, there was a quest that I couldn't figure out, like, where the, there's a couple obscure things. Was this game is a, is a, still can't figure that out. Still can't figure what out? Quest 64. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not looking up anything on Quest 64, and I'm sure it has an official Prima guide somewhere. I'm sure they they got a thriving one user in Reddit that's trying to figure out how to beat this game. Can't get past the fucking spiders. We should stream Quest 64. Oh, it's a nightmare. I think I have a copy somewhere. I do too. Everybody should have a copy of Quest 64. The lone that, that, that Paper Mario. That and Aiden Chronicles, the other RPG. Oh yeah, Aiden Chronicles. There's a black and a gray cartridge. You have to have both of them. I have the black one. <laughs> it was it was me back in the day. I must own every RPG. Oh, there's three of them on the 64. I'm good. <laughs> but Final Fantasy 15, uh, it's a combination of a bunch of different games. It's open world, it's it's RPG, it's Kingdom Hearts, it's uh, drive. I don't know what you would call the driving because it's just casual. Like you don't even have to drive. You can have uh, Ignis drive if you want to. And the characters are so defined. Like Ignis is somebody who's been looking out for Noctis all these years and trying to get him to eat right. And he's always mentioning it when you when you eat together. If you're at one of these stopping places, he's like, you don't need to eat some vegetables and yeah, no more ramen uh, eat too much ramen yep one place i went to noctis picked off the lettuce off his hamburger and he was like putting it on ignis's plate and gladiolus was like you got to stop babying him he's he's got to start eating he can't be that picky <laughs> forever but it just man these characters they've created and i ended up at a chocobo farm it's like the witcher 3 skyrim uh breath of the wild thing i'm driving to a, a, an objective it's a story objective and prompto's like hey there's a chocobo farm let's go check it out and you get to choose like Nope, later, or let's go see. And uh, the deviation of that was just, I didn't end up seeing a chocobo. There was no chocobos. <laughs> the Ian Malcolm, uh, are there going to be any uh, uh, chocobos on this uh, chocobo tour? And there were none there, but the music was playing and all that. And then it led to another side quest that was available. So it's just, it's it's awesome, man. And the, the light mode on PS5, that's where it's at. That's what you want to play. It is smooth as silk. I love it. Final Fantasy 15 is a good game. I've been listening to the soundtrack nonstop. I can't stop raving about Final Fantasy 15. Would, would, you, uh, would you say you love it like that? Yes, I love it like that. I love this game. I don't remember the next line in the song, but... I don't either. I couldn't come yeah. up with it. That's why I, yeah. I just remember I want more and want more. I want I like it to repeat. Life, I love it like that right back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's the game I've been playing on my PS5. Brant, what have you been playing on your PS5? PS5? Man... You, did you get one, Brent? I don't know if he's uh, he's he, I don't know if he's trolling you or we're, we're talking about lines for me later. Oh, so here is my saga, standing in the virtual line. Has uh, the forever. line simulator been defeated? So after 
after the podcast last week, I got up and got ready for work. Um, and I got a notification on my phone that said, check your local Target stores. Because some stores were actually, they had stock uh, ready for in-store pickup. Uh, yeah, uh, Walmart. I think Walmart's doing the same thing too now. So I, I looked and there was a couple stores. There was like Lithonia, Peachtree City, and one other place. Uh, that was yeah that's kind of in the radius of where we live but nowhere close um, and I was like uh you know what what what's my play here and in the in the process of debating like Lithonia went out of stock <laughs> Peachtree City went to two in stock and the other one never stopped to debate uh, Went to two in stock. I was like, well, Peachtree City is the closest, really. So I click on Peachtree City. I add it to the cart. I start going through my stuff. And then it goes, oh, item is out of stock. I was like, shit. Line simulator wins again. So, um, but direct order from PS, um, from PlayStation, uh, had gone up later that night, um, that, that Thursday. And... I got to the point to where it said I have four minutes left in queue. So I was I was probably really next, almost next. And it refreshed, stock is out for the day. And then Friday, you texted me after I had seen it, um, got the notification. Uh, and I got in the queue. And I mean, literally within like 10 minutes, they were gone. That so was a they, fast one. Yeah, that, it was extremely fast. Um, and they didn't do anything else uh, the weekend um, till, till today, I believe. Right? I know they, they had one today. They had one yesterday, and I got on that one. And when I got in, uh, it said over an hour, and then it quickly jumped down to fifty-six minutes, and then jumped down to forty-five minutes. Would you say it went, took about fifteen minutes to get down to that forty-five minute mark? No, no, it it, it like just kept incrementally jumping down every Damn. every couple of minutes and it went down uh to like 34 minutes and then it got to like 23 and it stayed at 23 for a minute and then it got down to 21 and then said out of stock for the day <sighs> but today uh, i think it was we have a resolution a, just a little bit after three o'clock i tried it i tried again uh it popped up kind of out of the blue because usually they they do it later like four Five o'clock is usually when they they go up. But this kind of just boop popped up, so I jumped in as quick as I could, and like as soon as I got in in the line, it said twenty two minutes. I was like, oh, that's that's weird. And then I refreshed. It said over an hour, but then once they went live, I went down to like forty minutes, and then went down to thirty, and then went down to twenty one. And then uh, I looked down again, maybe a minute and a half later, and it was down to 15 minutes. I was like, "Holy crap! Yes, this might actually this might actually happen." Yeah. So then it um, after another couple minutes, I looked down again, and it's at five. And I'm watching it, and it goes down to four, and then it's it's starting to actually real time pass real time clock. I'm like. I'm like, oh my gosh, this this I think this is it. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there and I'm watching it, like trying to watch uh, you know, water boil. 
but eventually it went down to less than a minute, and then up, oh, it's your turn. Oh, I got shit. in. It said it said uh, sign in to uh, check this item out. I signed in, put it in the cart, put it in the went ahead, got it, and uh, it will be here within a couple of days. Excellent. So, you oh, so you hopefully beat, you beat the final boss of 2020. Congratulations, sir. <laughs> that was it. You yep. only had you only had 20 something days to go to to defeat the boss. Well done. You didn't have to wait till the 31st to do it. So. Fran, I also this, like how when you sent me the order confirmation, you scratched out your order number like I'm going to go narc, <laughs> narc out the S5. Hey. Well, just, just in case, People you were the first person. Shit, yeah, it's You fun. were the first person that I that I texted. I, I texted like five people just to kind of show. Because uh, I've been working on this for like, this is going on three weeks now. Brent's this Quest. Is the third week. Brent's Quest 64. And today somebody asked, I was like, man, I tried... I tried last night, no dice. I was like, at this point, I'm back to where I started. You know, if I get one, I get one. You know, if I've got to wait a couple more months, it, it is what it is. But then you got one, then you're like shooting birds. At everybody, you didn't get one now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, look at this. Look at this. I got one. Yeah. I, I was the guy like last yesterday. Like, ah, I'll get it when I whenever I can get it. Now, I let motherfuckers. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday, so. you were like, "There's no rush. I can play Assassin's Creed on uh, my PS4. It's fine. It's no big deal." Now you're like, yeah, motherfuckers, PS5, Assassin's Creed. Roll, roll into your nearest target. Like, give me those two Ubisoft games and give me that shit. Give me that what you got in PS5 games. I would never play fucking that the the bad Phoenix Wright game. Give me that shit. You Phoenix know? Wright. Give me two of those. <laughs> I have the platform to play them on. Yeah. Not, not like the, not like not like the guy on Twitter where I just saw today where he's like. I guess I'll play. I'll just play Cyberpunk 2077 since I have Demon Souls and not a system to play it in there. And someone's like, "Why would you buy the game and not have the system yet?" And like, <laughs> <laughs> someone was super excited. They're like, I gotta have Demon Souls right in a second. And he's like, "I guess I'll just play Cyberpunk 2077 on my PS4." He's like super angry about it. I'm like, someone, the, the the other guy was like, took out the whole conversation. He's like, "Why do? You, why would you buy Demon Souls? You don't have a PS5 yet." It's like, well, I mean, it's just know. like me. Something might have fallen through. I've got the, yeah. I've got the I picked up a Dual Shock. I mean, I guess there's other things I can or Dual Sense. There's other things I can use it on, but for some reason I just felt the urge to buy the damn media remote when it came up. So hey, I, I bought every damn accessory. So everybody in my job hates me secretly. I didn't know that. They're like because I I ran into somebody yesterday. They're like, did you get one? I was like, yeah, I ended up getting two of them. And they're like, straight hate. They wanted me to die. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, what? I was like, I wasn't bragging about it. You asked me. I'm like, I'm sitting here like I don't tell anybody. You asked me if I, I got it. I was like, yeah, I got two of them. I sold the other one to my cousin. So, like, I was going to cancel it. I would like to legit. get the... We're not bots, we swear. Yeah. I would like I to mean, get the headset, but I, I'll I'll wait on that. I mean, Richard bought two of them, too. The FedEx drivers enjoy the other one, so... They are. Yeah. Now I have to fight. I didn't realize Capital One actually charged my points to that PlayStation. Even though I've been refunded the PlayStation, I just lost the points. And it was like... Yeah. It was like $150 of points. I now I got to go back to Capital One and fight them for that. So yeah, because remember they're they're financial, they're separate from if you yep. use the Walmart one. Because remember they're like, well, we don't handle the point system. So yep, that's what Walmart told me. Yeah, I was like, what am I supposed to do? So hopefully Capital One's cool about it. Bravo to Brant. Brant yeah, Brant. Yeah, yeah. the first game you're gonna play. Uh, I'm gonna jump on Astro first. Astro is gonna be the first thing. Five hundred dollars. Um, <laughs> I, I'm happy I know, with it. Right? Game of the year. I'm happy. <laughs> hey, I enjoyed my four hours in that five hundred dollar game. Yep. Uh, from everything I've heard, it's it's just an amazing game, uh, and a lot of people, a lot of people love it. 
that controller, man, it'll make you appreciate that controller. And you're like, oh, okay, this is, this is different. I could not do this on, well, they didn't release it for last gen, but like, okay, this is a PS5 thing is playing this game with this controller. And I'm already, I'm on the fence about Dark Souls because Dark Souls or Demon Souls, any soul, any soul. I got a, I got a Demon Souls game I bought that I haven't played yet. So I'll I'll be more than happy to die somewhere and you can just view my death over and over again. So just let me know. (laughs) Well, I've heard too that it's so forgiving because if you die in the game, you immediately go down to half your health and you don't get that health back until you beat the boss you were working on. So it's, that just sounds like a Demon Souls game. Yeah. It's just Demon Souls. So you know? forgiving. Oh, uh, that's just, it doesn't, soul crushing I mean, games don't seem that fun to me. I've got crazy? so many other things to play. What's crazy is I've seen people that platinum the PS3 when they were platinum that game the day after it came out. They're like, it's all muscle memory. They just went through and platinum the game after like <laughs> one fifty hour playthrough. They're like, I just went through it straight and platinum. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, this is like, the same thing under the skin, right? Blue Point took that yeah. same engine and yeah. yeah, it says the exact same thing. They said they remember everything, how to play the game, and they they bypass the whole learning curve because they had done it it's the awesome. first time. Yeah, I respect. I mean, I respect that. I, that was cool. I would love to sit there and play a game where you know. The only game I could do that with if they remade it is uh, <laughs> Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins. <laughs> I'll I'll beat the hell out of that. A remaster of that immediately. I'll probably beat that a lot, too. I love that, that I know. game. I, yeah. I think when I did a DMC on PS4, it was muscle reflex for me. I can't. I never beat a fucking Devil May Cry, but I beat the Bastard one that everybody hates. So. <laughs> Four or two? I thought there's two bastard ones. Uh, I the only one that everybody hates is the DMC. So. Oh yeah, the Ninja I mean, Theory one. I think people sit there and they would they would take two over DMC. I think people that's the consensus on that. But you like that one? I love DMC, yeah. But then again, I wasn't invested in all the Dante lore that everybody's in there. It's not my Dante. I saw Demon, uh, Demon, Demon May Cry, Devil May Cry Five was like 24 on Amazon on PS5. I partaked. It, it Did be you? Here tomorrow? Yeah, I was like, I. Can't. Uh, that's five dollars more than I was spending on it, but I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I'll play it now. I thought about it. Where does it fall in the chronological order? Because I did not after like... four. Okay, it's when it gets convoluted, in my opinion, because you have those characters they add in, like they added Nero in four, and then he's in there, and this is the one where they add Virgil back in there. It's like the reverse Devil May Cry three, where they now you can play as Virgil in there, and I'm not sure. Right. I think there's something with Virgil going on in there that's spoiler related. So I, I, every time they start getting into it in threads, I was like, let me get out just in case yep. I want to actually Abort. experience the story. <laughs> Yep, take it. I mean, the only game that I've, I've played from that Hideki made that was like DMC, uh, Devil May Cry, was uh, Bayonetta. That's the only one I beat like every fucking game in. So I don't know for whatever reason I can't get into Devil May Cry vanilla version. Uh, but every other flavor of Devil, uh, like Devil May Cry, I beat those ones like DMC, Bayonetta. I beat Bayonetta, Bayonetta two. I'm like, I love me some fucking Bayonetta, but like when I played Devil May Cry, for whatever reason I fall off here. I always start the first game. And I fight the little marionette puppets, and I'm like, "What am I doing?" <laughs> I'm like, and then it grazes me at the end. It's like, "You suck ass." I'm like, "Ah, oh, I don't want to play this anymore." I'm like, "I got to fight marionettes and jump over the place." I worked hard on it, and then you say I suck. You're like, "Here's your B rating." I'm like, "Ah, fuck you." Like, <laughs> Turn this off. Brant, back to you for a minute. Is there any um, other yeah, game you beat besides Line Simulator? Line Simulator. Um, uh, no, I'm I'm still going through um, Age of Calamity. Um, still having fun with that game. It's it's great being able to um, there's there's nothing better than being able to pilot these divine beasts in this game and just wreck everything. 
Um, I finally got to the part where the calamity kind of starts. Um, and I thought that was going to kind of like ramp down, um, like one part and just kind of get, get kind of toward the end, but it's, it's given me more content to do a lot. Um, I unlocked a couple new characters today. Um, and that's just more, more of the same. Um, still having fun, uh, enjoying seeing all these characters and being able to play as certain characters for the first time. Um, but yeah, it's that I mean, game has got a, a lot. Game, yeah, right? yeah it's, it's got a lot of content, and it's gonna take a minute. I mean, how many hours you put in that thing? You say so far? You look at the time clock. I can look at it for you. Um, I was like, I, I, I just, I don't know what I need to do at this point. I got so many fucking games to play. I'm trying, I'm trying to focus right now, like do laser focus on on a, and finish what I'm, what I'm doing before I, I get in to other stuff. But it's hard. It's like for me, I've, I've only played one game, and it's like. Uh, it's fucking Cold Steel 3, and I think when I looked at my clock yesterday, I'm at 85 hours into it. I'm like, still got two more chapters to go, and I'm like, oh my god, this game was not in. And I started to go to part four. I'm like, I don't know. Every so time I'm, like, I'm on every time I'm on Final Fantasy 15, I see you on there plugging away. I love me some trails, man. That fucking game is great. But uh, let uh, Brian finish this thing first. I'm curious how many hours he put on there, because this might sway me to, like, should I quit my job and play Calamity? <laughs> uh, this so is actually I'm going go to go with no, regardless <laughs> of his answer. After so first, far, what I do this for? I got no more money coming in. <laughs> so far, it says fifteen hours or more. So, okay. I mean, it's it's nowhere near some of these other games, I'm sure. And I still, I'm not, I'm not doing every tiny little thing. I'm just, I'm doing what I can as I can. So, and right now, I'm, I'm kind of to the point where I want to level up where I need to to advance in the story. And you, get, you finally got that itch where you're like, you're towards the end. You're like, all right, I'm going to fuck over all this extra stuff. Cause I'm like, I just want to beat it now. And then as you go through it, you're like, man, there's more shit in this game. What the fuck yeah. is happening? You know, like, yeah. When I like, cause there's the four main characters and then you, you know, are four, four champions. And then you have link Zelda Pura. And then you, I've only un- unlocked whoa, one whoa, of their four champions. That's fucking spoilers, man. <laughs> But I unlocked somebody else a while ago, and then today playing unlocking two more characters. I'm like, what? I know there's going to be a few more, but like, who else are they going to put in here? How much is going? Like, there's so much content to this, and so sounds, many, so many like characters. Yeah, it's always it's like a general that shows up. I'm like, oh, this guy, mm-hmm. Lu Bu. Who's the Lu Bu of Age of Calamity? I, oh, I don't gosh. know. I, I don't know the context. I don't. I don't play enough Dynasty Wars. I, I play like every other Dynasty Wars clone, like Gintama, One, uh, One Piece. I play all the other fucking coin, uh, clones, but I don't think I've actually played a fucking Dynasty Wars game. We need to co-op stream uh, Dynasty Warriors because Lu Bu will show up out of nowhere and fuck you up. Like, <laughs> does you he see does his show, camp? Does he show Just... up in the mobile, the, the Gundam Dynasty Warrior ones? I play a lot of those, so I'm like, I played all the anime-based ones. So <laughs> he's like, he's like the fucking Char that shows up in like every other Gundam. Thing. Yeah. He's like, there's always a version of his ass somewhere. Sure. I'm like, I was like, yeah. That, that he might be in the Persona one. Persona Lubu. Somebody made that joke he was in the Spider-Man 3 movie. I was like, damn. I was like, that's pretty funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> other than that, I uh, actually I picked up and um, started Blood and Truth uh, for PSVR. 
Yeah, nice. 90 frames per second. Nice. That soon. Take that. Take the disc out and wait till it comes out on your PS5. Yeah, wait for second. Your, <laughs> your PS5, Brent. Well, <laughs> now you'll have context. You'll be able yeah. to see both. Yeah. You'll die faster just yeah. like me. Halo, you'll die. How is that so far, Brian? I'm sitting on that one. That's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, there are those bits where uh, sometimes when it's giving you the story, you're just sitting there watching things happening happening around you. But those are, you know, just kind of contextual. They're building up what what's happening as far as story wise. Because um, this is for those who haven't played it's kind of uh it's made by london studio um it has to do with uh like your family um and your family is it's implied that you're involved in some like underground crime kind of thing so it's like your family's some underground shit and they're always like we didn't want this in your life blah blah blah. you gotta get pulled into the family business even though you were never really part of it to begin with yeah you're, yeah you're you're supposed to be like the college really, town one and like, yeah, oh, not, you're the, the scholar of the family. Yeah. In this in this you're like the military man. You're like MI six or whatever, and they you get pulled uh in back to your family for a for an event that happens. Um and then all the shit goes down with like a rival uh gang, I guess kind Is of, another kind family? of thing. Yeah, and it's kind of like this hostile hostile takeover thing so you kind of decide that well i'm gonna stand up i'm gonna i'm gonna do something about this and your family no no and then still you just do whatever um but so far i'm enjoying it um the action in this is 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 just as good as the demo we got um but in that one you yeah the london heist all you did in that one you like rode in the well no 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 you did a, you did a good bit in that because there were like a couple different sections in that. I remember that driving section. So that driving there's a driving section like pretty early. It's like basically the first thing you do. Um, but the driving section's pretty cool and shooting all around. Um, basically, your holster uh, is going to be like on your leg. Uh, ammo's on your chest. If you pick up. Um, light machine guns they're going to be like on your back so you just reach behind you and grab um controls smooth do they explain Uh, that like is that in a tutorial yeah i mean every everything they they do a very good job of walking you through it uh as far as movement because you can i'm using the the move controllers uh you can use a dualshock 4 um, but this one is controlled by just you standing in one place and there's different points. So there will be like a, uh, kind of like a, or whatever. it's, it's like a grayed out arrow. And if you look at it, it highlights to white and then you press to advance and your character walks to that point. It's and you almost can do, like unrails, kind of like a time crisis. Almost. Yeah. You're fixated on certain points, but there's certain okay. aspects you can like. You can highlight, like Brent said. I don't mean to interrupt, but like you can no, look at the good. door handle and press the X button, and you'll do the move. But when you come to the actual shooting part, it's kind of like on rails. The only part is weird is when you're going down like zip lines, and you got to like aim at different directions to shoot yeah. people. So is it you, intuitive that movement style? It sounds. It sounds uh, pretty it, well. It works. Out. It works. I, I was about to say it, it. It does work. There's a there's a couple times it's it's a little awkward. Um, but that's really when you kind of just first get into it. When once you've gotten used to it, 
because there's also um, with X and circle, you can kind of like strafe left to right. Um, and that's if, if those areas are movable, you know, too. Right. Um, but there's other actions as well. Um, like there's different sections where you might have to plan an explosive. So it walks you through that. There's different sections where you may have to pick a door. So it kind of takes you through that. Um, and everything, everything is just, it, it's so interesting the way it's done. And, uh, it really pulls you in. It really, really does. Um, I've only done like a first couple missions. I didn't get super, super into it. Um, just because I've got to be here. I've got to have it hooked up. I've got to dedicate the time and then VR <laughs> Block games. Block out the world. I was about yeah. to say, and then in VR games, you're playing for an hour, 30, two hours at the most, or, you know, 30, 40 minutes uh, sessions, and then you have to get out and take a break. Cause... Then, then you get up and forget you have it on, and you pull your controller thing off the wall, and you're like, <laughs> fuck, I forgot this is connected. <laughs> Why is this not wireless? You're like, uh, every time I walk into uh, my game room, I'm just tripping over shit, like fucking cables there. I'm like, God damn, <laughs> PSVR control box. I'm like kicking it off on the stand. I'm like, how's it? I was like, how do you even get over here for me to I kick? Be- I believe enough in VR when that rumored next one that's, you know, no wires. I'm day oh. one in that bitch. I'm, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I'm day, day one in everything, apparently. So, <laughs> at this point. Uh, Brand, you're playing with the Move controllers. Do you feel like it would play as well with the DualShock, or is the does it feel intuitive with the Move controllers, where that is like the way to play the game? Uh, I mean, if if I'm gonna be in VR, I would rather have the Move controllers. Yeah. Just because, to me, it feels more intuitive to because I'm doing, I'm supposed to be standing or sitting or or, or being there in the action. So having two different things to represent my hands being able to do different things at the same time rather than just sitting there uh with the with the dual shock because i remember the dual shock um trying to remember the really the only thing i remember playing with the dual shock 4 vr was the kitchen demo was yeah yeah, and that like your hands were bound, up and down. so I yeah, mean you could that like shake it. And, yep. But um, and Star Wars, are you playing Squadrons with the yeah with the I was controller? Say squadrons, but uh, and then Astrobot, but that makes sense because you're you're controlling Astrobot. But I mean, for the most part, anything that actually has has you have uh, different, you know, your hands, it's it's so much easier, and to me, just kind of puts you in it more you you just it's more immersive right. to me just wait till you start playing that iron man oh that was actually gonna be the next game and then it was it was in between uh iron man and uh firewall because i even charged that damn aim controller but once i picked up uh blood and truth because i saw it it was on sale or it was on clearance um at that has it, Walmart, has it dropped anymore? Or is at it that Walmart, still? it was fifteen. Fifteen now? It was fifteen at that Walmart. It's good. And so I saw. I was like, hell yeah, I'll pick it up. Mm-hmm. So I did. Blood and yeah, and Black truth. Black Friday. I forgot that I picked this up for like sixty bucks. So I'm ready. This little hard drive. Okay. For my PS4 games. Oh, a license, like a license game. Yeah, drive. it's Just... it's 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 even got the Sony logo on it. So. 
Cool. Just, just be just be worried of it. I haven't even hooked up my hard drive to it yet, so. I've I've seen so many things like there's yeah. a, there's a lot of people that really don't have a problem with it. There's yeah. I, the the biggest thing is if if you do have a hard drive in there and you have it on rest mode, don't unplug it. Cuz I mean, that's, that's common sense cuz I always uh, yeah, it yeah. breaks it everywhere. Yeah. So uh, Branch, you're a computer guy too, so that I mean that that checks out in your brain too. Yeah. Um, all right, Brant, any more games played we'll wrap up with Cesar? Oh no, that was that was it. I didn't I did not have a lot. My biggest thing was was that line simulator. Yeah, he, uh, he played he played all the games. The ultimate victory. Several, yeah, several beat hours the, in line simulator. Beat the final boss simulator. in twenty twenty. Battle Royale. I'm tired. I'm ready <laughs> to go to sleep. Yeah. He had me uh had me going with that story. I'm tired now. It was a good story. <laughs> well told, Brant. All right, Cesar, take us home, dude. Yeah, mine's simple, man. I I and I've already mentioned before. I got like trails. Like eighty hours in trails, man. Uh, I'm like right at the fucking end now. Like there's five awesome. chapters, and I think the chapter f- I just started chapter four, so I'll probably this have is, like another ten, this fifteen is hours. Three, right? And then you'll be able to go into four after this. This war gets weird. It's kind of like a similar to. It's a good analogy to what you're experiencing with Final Fantasy 15. Um, this whole trail series, uh, something they started back on the PSP, and it's been around for the last ten, fifteen years now. Because they've always had Legend of Heroes games since the late 80s. Uh, that was like their Final Fantasy at the time. And I guess whatever whatever they decided to do was in... And I've mentioned this before in previous podcasts. is in the early 2000s when they came out Trails in the Sky. They decided to create this uh, world where they... Uh, everything takes place under this continent. And this kind of leads up to the climax of this story. Because you have the main villains that were introduced in Trails in the Sky. Which was Ouroboros who have enforcers. And they're trying to... Uh, they have a plan called the Gospel Plan in, in Trails where they are trying to manipulate um, this whole, like, everybody, everybody's normal life, which they use all these orbiments and they're able to turn them off. And, you know, they're, they're running these tests. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're doing the same thing in this Trails series, except the only difference that, the only thing that sucks is, like, to, to make the analogy what you said, that at this point in Trails, I'm starting to make connections where I've seen and I'm working with characters that was in the Trails in the Sky series on PSP, and then I'm also seeing characters that is in the Crossbell, which we haven't gotten yet. So there's some Crossbell story bits that I don't know, because I, there's no that, there's not an English translation on those. Those were also PSP games that got ported over the PS4 at some point. Uh, we haven't gotten those yet. So I'm That's like, cool. uh, uh, Randolph is a character in my team, and he was the main one of the main characters in the Crossbell games. But uh, and Crossbell is another area that I visited in this game. So it's like for people who play these other games, they're seeing these areas again. And they're like, oh, shit. And they're running into these characters that they've grown with for like the last 15 years. Right. And so this is this whole combination is a story now where you're is, is reaching the end game. So um, so like I know the fourth one is kind of controversial because they have all the main characters from all the games kind of show up now. They're like taking care of shit in this one. So you have this one. You have Reen Schwarzer in the in the Cold Steel games. He's the main character on these four games. And you have in the crossbow games was uh, Lloyd Bannings, and then in Trails in the Sky you had Estelle Bright. She was the main character, and in Trails and Trails Four they all three of them kind of show up to complete the story. So you're playing all these main characters, and it's like a lot of people said it was too many cooks in the kitchen type stuff where you're trying to balance all these story bits from all these games and kind of end it out. But uh, to make a long story short, um, the story's starting to take off now. Um, where like the first two games you kind of see were. Their government in Erebonia is similar to how the UK runs their government. So they have a um, emperor and a queen, but they also have like a parliament type structure where they have like a prime minister that kind of runs everything. And so you have this whole underlying story where you have nobility and the government's kind of fighting for power. 
And so the government is is winning. So they're starting to annex other areas, annex Crossbell, which was a whole big thing. And that was part of the first two games. And they annex uh, North Ambria. So I just learned now that the guy who you thinks running the show, that's the, the kind of like the villain on there, he's not really the villain. He's doing everything up for the emperor. So apparently you're learning now that they have these black records where uh, it kind of predicts the future of the country. Where like it's about to go to this, it, it predicts the apocalypse and they're trying to prevent it. So they're manipulating the 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 future the, and, through political means right and it's like it's not everything seems to be what it seems and it's like i don't even know at this point like it has me questioning like ouroboros or is ouroboros really the villain because they're trying to they have something called the fatismo blaze plan where they're trying to start this plan and they don't, you don't know what it is and uh, the chancellor took it from them and they're trying to take it back and then you have the gnomes who built these divine knights which are like these mechs and they have their own twilight plan so you have all these plans going on there and like your main character doesn't you don't know whose side you're supposed to be on and who you're fighting for if you're doing the right thing. Right. And I think that comes to the, that all comes at the end of this game. And so they kind of clean it up in the fourth game. So you have all these people who kind of like been fighting Ouroboros for the last 15 years. And they're going to come up and finish it up in the next game. So like the, it's just that's where I'm at right now. That's a cool um, uh, culmination. And it, it, it makes it tough because it's, it's hard for your. I get more. You can play this. It's like, and I'm using Renee as an example because he randomly told me he bought Trails of Cold Steel Three. He's like, "Hey man, I bought this game and it was on sale. Fuck it." And I'm like, "Dude, you, I, I had to sit there. I had to, I had to explain to him. I was like, here's these other eight games you have to play to get to this point." And he's like, "Fuck yeah. oh, it." Yeah, he's like, I'll, "I'll figure it out." You know how Renee is. Yeah. Uh, so like, so they ended up doing because remember this Trails games is the first one that's on Switch. So they they ended up having a kind of like a, a movie in the beginning, which kind of tells the first two games, which kind of builds up the Reen Schwarzer in there, uh, like his story arc. Uh, but you definitely get a more enjoyment when you play those previous games. So that's my personal opinion. But do you have to do it? No. Um, but it, they do make uh, references. You run into characters that I've run into. Olivier, um, the, like, he's, he's like a traveling bard. You know, He was in the first Trolls in, uh, Trolls in the Sky that came out 15 years ago. I mean, I haven't played, it since, I haven't played as him since then. This is the first time I played this him in a long time, but it's cool. I mean, I, I get the reference. I know what he did good before. That type of person. Yeah, they, they've done a pretty good job and, you know, integrating characters and they build this the storyline. And they give you subtle hints where they're going, because, like, I think this one kind of finishes up the whole Erebonia story arc with or- Ouroboros, the main villain, the society, they call it the society. Because uh, the, the first Charles in the Sky takes place in Liberia. This one takes place in Erebonia. And then the Crossbell games take, takes place in Crossbell. And Crossbell is kind of like a... Uh, what you would call like Hong Kong back in the day, where you remember the UK owned Hong Kong, but it was still technically in China. Crossbell yep. was the same way. You have two nations fighting for this one. They call it economic zone because it's so profitable that they like a territory. Not, yeah, not not both of them could own it, so they kind of do split ownership, so they can share the funds. And so, like in, at some point, they end up they ended up taking over that and annexing them. You know, it's like a whole bunch of political stuff going on. It's a political turmoil in there. So you have a Calvaridge, which is a nation to the east. And they they're similar to what you would call like uh, Asian influences where they have like a Chinese Japanese type uh, influences where, you know, they wear the kimonos, do TC ceremonies. They have the martial arts over that side. Cool. They've been they've been eluded. And you had one character that you play as in the trails games. This seems to be where they're going next or moving more towards east because there's like little nuggets they're leaving in there with like um, Reen, like his master uh, that teaching the eight leaves. He's he's went east because the dragon veins are are dying. And like there's like there's a desertification of that area. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck a dragon vein is. I, I never played, you know, that's never mentioned before. But I guess they kind of giving your hint, like, all right, this is where the story is going to start moving towards now. It's going to move more east to these other nations. So you're still playing on that's the continent. Cool you play, you're still playing on the same continent, but you're playing as different nations that you run into. 
So like there's a uh, there's a nation in there is like Asteria, and they're like similar to what they would be the Vatican. They're run by the church, and they kind of like all their job is to go around. It's kind of like uh, you ever watch uh, Pirates of the Caribbean um, uh, when they were looking for the cup of life, you know. Uh, they're like them. So they go around, they collect artifacts. Artifacts can fuck with society. It's like they there was in the first game, Charles and the Sky, there was an artifact that kind of like can like freeze time. So they go around and collect those things because they feel like society shouldn't own these things. So they will collect them. So that's kind of like their whole for story. Religious, so, for religious purposes. Right. And what's funny, it's like they have a priest uh, in their priest, uh, priest Kevin, and he's like, he works for the, um, they call it the Grails Ritter. It's like, it's like kind of like a society, kind of like MI6. They have these agents that are a part of the church, but they are like highly. They'll kill and, you know, they'll do whatever. And it's funny with him because, like, he, he shows up in Trails in the Sky, too. And he all he does, tries to do is sleep with the main character the whole game. And he's like, this guy's a priest. And I'm like, it's, it's funny. He's like, he's, like, very loose on the priest part. So <laughs> This checks so he's, out. He's like, he's a priest, but he's, like, he's, like, barely. He's, like, hitting on random girls everywhere. So he's like, he's like, ah, oh, she's only a little bit older. And he's all, that's all he does going around. But um, he's a man of the cloth. So at some point, they're going to go to that area. So like you, you're playing all these stories in the continent. And so it really works when you jump in this whole ecosystem and learn everything. You get more enjoyment from it. And that's my bit on the whole story. I, I can go more into it, but it's more enjoyable if somebody plays it. Yeah, it sounds good. Uh, um, if anybody wants to get into it, the easiest way to probably do it is on PC. Because you can do both Trolls games on PC. And then you can play uh, Trolls in the Sky games. on All three of them are on PC. And then you have the Trolls of Cold Steel. All of them are on PC. Start Three starting to get on PC, I think, next year. And then four will be on there eventually. I'm hoping that they'll do the Crossbow games next because those got poured over the PS4. They'll start doing the Crossbow games so they get everything on there. But at some point, I know Nihon, Nihon Falcon, they're, they're trying to get everything translated so that uh, everybody on the Western side can play that. Um, I'm sure that's an undertaking. Yeah. I mean, they, they've jumped to different studios. I mean, I think Exceeds has the first two Trails games, and then uh, Nipunichi Software America has the other two. It's like it's all over the place. It's like whoever can do it, it's they're choosing. They don't choose one company. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you ever get in the mood for just straight turn-based games, that's how they are. Um, that's their old-school turn-based. Uh, at, at some point, I think they said they're porting over the Crossville games, and then the first two Trails games, uh, Cold Steel games, are coming to Switch in Japan next year. So we should start seeing that all those games coming on Switch at some point. Good deal. So it'll be more ways to play it. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much. I mean, outside of that, I'm really, I've been really sitting down trying to get that done. Uh, so as I would always tell Richard, I'm back on my bullshit. So I'm just back on my RPG trail shit. Um, I never forget the last year where I had all three of my top play games were trails games. Yep. Uh, <laughs> 60 hours, 80 hours, and 70 hours. But uh, I hope we get the clock things from uh, PlayStation and Xbox this year. I think that would be cool. Yeah, I even enjoyed my Nintendo one. I know this is probably my most played Nintendo one because I put 30 hours of fucking Paper Mario. But, Paper uh, Mario. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that about you. Um, outside of that, the, the only thing I played, I, I did pick up, uh, I got that new Tetris, man, on that PS5. Uh, the Puyo Puyo Tetris. Yeah, so I, I put a, a couple hours on that because I was like, I only fuck around. I, I went into Tetris mode and I got lost in that bullshit. Where I was <laughs> like, I played that shit for an hour just trying to survive as yeah. it speeds up and as I move up levels. And then I played a little bit of the story, and the story's it's it's a, it's a story. I put it that way. It's I mean, like wacky anime, right? It's 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 out there. It's uh it's really out there. I mean, you play somebody who's like amnesic and. You got people that randomly show up like, oh, you seem familiar. And it's like people you met in the first game for whatever reason. don't remember who they are in this game. I, I don't know the backstory on that one. Huh. But uh, one plays deep, Puyo The Pop. deep lore of the Puyo Puyo Tetris yeah. universe. 
your main character does Poyo Pop, and then this random person that shows up out of nowhere does Tetris, and she's like, oh, you don't do Poyo Pop, you do Tetris, and you got to compete against each other, and that's how the story's nice. going so far. And they uh, do everything like a star-based system, like kind of like uh, how you would with Angry Birds. So you have different uh, – you can get up to three stars, and depending on if you hit certain uh, checkpoints and these uh, levels you fight on there. So it's like uh, I think th- – the first one's like you got to win the battle, get one star. If you get more than a certain amount of points, you get two stars, and you got to get the max amount of points, you get three stars. So you can just pr- like Devil May Cry, you're gonna yeah. beat the board and get two stars and be like, "Fuck this game." Nope, I did it that first time. Two stars, like, "Fuck this game." I was like, "I don't." <laughs> I survived the bullshit this guy's throwing at me in the Poyo Pop. It's like, I don't even how you get three fucking stars. It's like, how good do I have to be? I'm like, yeah. "Fuck you, Poyo Pop." I was like, "I can't even press down for you to go quickly. I have to sit there and slowly rotate your slow ass down to the bottom, and then somebody throws down a whole brick wall on me." I'm like, "Fuck this shit." I love Poyo Pop, but uh, yeah, I do love me some. Poyo pop too um uh outside of that uh the other game i'm gonna have to look up for whatever reason because i forgot the fucking name it's the the fucking uh drum game somebody help me oh um come on help me help me taiko it is taiko but what's the full name taiko no metsu that's not the name but it sounds pretty cool that i'll probably play the shit out of that (laughs) What did I just say? I just offended uh I offended your friend, your Japanese speaking friend on here, Brant. Oh uh, man, uh I'm sorry, Kay Patrick. Was it Taco is what um it's like octopus or some shit like that. Uh Taiko Shit. All right, the Taiko Drum Master on what platform? Uh keep going. Yeah, I know. Um, playing it on Switch. It's the RPG ones. I actually ordered the cartridge from Japan, which has both of them on the cart. I, I went to Amazon Japan to look at the name, and it's in straight. Taiko no Tetsujin. Yeah, there we go. Well, that's what I said. It was close enough. Uh, yeah, it's called the RPG. The RPG one. So you, you boot it up, and it play, um You can choose each side, uh, one or two, uh, from the packs. Uh, These are both the ones that come on 3DS, so you have uh, three different ways you can play it. So it starts off like RPG, you play uh, Don, which is weird because the drum's name is Don, and it's Don, it's a sound effect for you hitting the drum. So he'll be like, I gotta go do this, Don, and it's like him saying his name, and then Don at the end of everything on there. And I'm like, it's like, (laughs) that top game. I I get the humor, I understand it. It's just weird when you try to read through it, like, what the fuck's happened? I just see Don all over the place. But um, like a Pokemon saying its name attached to everything. But it, both games are separate. You can choose which side you want to go to. You can play one or two. Um, these are ports of the 3DS games. So there's um three ways you can play this game. You can play it on the traditional buttons. You can play it based off the touchscreen, which is the one I think was was designed for the 3DS. They wanted you to do it on the touchscreen with the stylus. Right. Uh, um, and then you have uh, we can play with the Joy-Con and a different um, based off motion. Uh, to do. Did you try that one out? I did not yet. Okay. Uh, I did. I just did the touchscreen and the controller. Um, I have to be in the mood to do uh, motion base. You know how I feel about that. Yep. Uh, it's, it's a mixed bag for me because it's like at some point then I get sweaty. And I'm like, well, I might as well just jump on the bike. <laughs> but um, <laughs> at some point I get sweaty. Um, outside of that, I mean, the battle system is you run into a rabbit called Taki, uh, and he's looking for his friend called Tiki, and which is a pocket watch. Uh, TikTok. I get it. Um, okay. I get yeah. Um, you run into these uh, group of villains, which they call themselves um, Agents of Justice, which was weird. I'm not sure if they're Agents of Justice. They, they're bad guys kidnapping people. But uh, outside of that, uh, there's some quirky-ass people, man. It's like one's like some kind of professor girl that's clearly like in middle school. And then there's one that's like a, a guy that's dressed as a girl with full-on beard. 
and then there's a general guy and then there's some guy that randomly shows up from space and i'm like all right this all makes sense and they're like we battle based off random songs and it's like me playing like the like a russian ballet version of some song uh and it's really fucking hard on buttons man um i i think uh the con- i have the drum set i haven't put the drum set out yet but doing a button bass is uh it's a pain in the ass man because at some point as you go through the battles you have to it's kind of like any other uh, rhythm based game it's like you have to hit this button for the middle of the drum you got to hit this button for the out- outer edge of the drum and it's like all right we're going to throw random stuff in there so like you'll they'll throw bombs in there so if you actually hit the bombs they'll hit your character and they'll start taking hp off so you got to be careful not to fuck around hit the bomb that's cool that's cool and then the person you're fighting is like um like doing like some kind of kiss like a kiss thing where like their lips are all over the screen it's covering up your notes i'm like i can't see shit now i'm like fucking up hitting bombs all over the place <laughs> so I, I i sat there do the boss battle uh this battle the first battle one there and i'm like all right i'm I was like, all right, I just got to make it to the end. I'm like, two HP, and this guy has like 20. I was like, I'm not going to beat this thing. I got to the end of the song, and they did it as a draw. And I'm like, fuck this game. I turned it off. And <laughs> I was like, this I put, I put five minutes in this fucking song, and I survived, and it's a fucking draw. I'm like, that's bullshit. And I'm like, at that, at that point, I like, I'll deal with it later. I was like, maybe, maybe me getting the drum set out there. I was like, all right, motherfuckers. I'm going to get the drum out. I, I bought that fucking Switch drum. I'm going to be banging that shit. I'm going to beat this motherfucker. I'm, no, I'm going to do it. I'm not drawing on this shit. Not drawing on the first boss battle. I'm like, that's bullshit. It's the first battle. Draw. Ass. But <laughs> outside of that, I mean, you, they do have a mode where you can go through there and um, you can just play the songs outside of it. So they have like uh, the story mode and below that you have the traditional uh, the traditional mode where you can just shoot songs and uh, play it off on there. They do have the Demon Slayer opening song in there sung by somebody else. It's definitely not the same. It's not Lisa. I can tell you that much. Um, they do have Pretender in there as well, which is another uh, J-pop song I do enjoy. That's awesome. Um, they have the 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 go-to one all the time, which is the the Kirby medley. They have that on there too. So they do have some uh, Nintendo-based ones in there. I don't see any English-based properties where like the one in the PS4 where it had Frozen on there. Um, I don't see any of that shit on there. Um, I do it mostly is J-pop uh, new songs, and then they scattered with some Nintendo stuff on there. I'm not sure if you unlock more as you go through the game, maybe. I don't know. If I go through it, we'll see. But uh, that is um, 100% of all my games played, unless I'm forgetting something. So I'm sure I am, but whatever. This is where I'm at. We'll catch it up next week. We're here every week, unless there's a holiday that we want, we want to skip, <laughs> which happens too. All right, we won't deep dive into Game Awards because we're going to cover all that shit next week. Uh, game Awards are tomorrow, so they will probably have happened by the time you hear this. Uh, definitely enjoy this. The Keeleys are a lot of fun. There's going to be 12 announcements. Uh, we, we only know one of the 12. We're hypothesizing. Uh, let's let's wrap it up with one of the 12. What do you guys hope to see or think we'll see or just some fantasy pick? Just It can be something fun. Uh, I'll start. Mine's going to be uh, Breath of the Wild 2 update. Maybe some gameplay. Maybe some lore. Maybe we figure out what the crazy thing was in the bottom. In the bottom the mummy fight uh, again. Yep. The mummy, mummy Ganon. About you guys. Not the Fabio Ganon, but the Mummy Ganon. <laughs> Fabio Ganon turns into Mummy Ganon. Oh God, I knew it this whole time. That's the lore. Then I wake up and it's and everything makes sense. Fabio. <laughs> God bless Fabio Ganon. His his long flowing flamey hair. Uh, you guys got a prediction? I I. I hate to stay in the same vein, but I mean, I guess 
we haven't seen anything with uh, Metroid. Metroid four, okay. you know, Metroid okay. Prime four. It's it's been out there. It's been under development for quite a while. So be I, nice to see more than just the title. I think you guys are onto something. I mean, I, we might get it. I think Richard might be running an update on that one. I don't think we're gonna see Metroid Prime until we get new hardware. That's me personally. Will we get a sneak of like Metroid for next year? Maybe a Prime. Maybe trilogy? maybe trilogy. Maybe I don't know. As it gets closer, I don't know. Please. I, well, I mean, this show always seems to go when it. I will bet money if we sit there anything Nintendo related or anything Microsoft related, that will be a good guess. Mine will be just anything from Sony. I mean, at this point, they already played their what their. We get uh, maybe a date for Ratchet and Clank. Uh, yeah, we didn't put vague, it in news, but according to that the trailer, Gran Turismo got bumped back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they well, they clarified that Project Aitha, which is like a 24 month exclusive now. Before we didn't, before it had no time limit. It's like somebody's at that point. It's like, man, you might as well just 24 months. They're like, holy shit! Yeah. I don't know how much money Sony paid on that, but that's crazy. <laughs> what is that? And I think uh, Godfall can come to Xbox after May. I think they have until May. I think they said. Um, I'm kind of hoping for a price drop on that one, but we've already talked about that on this podcast. Yeah. It's not going to happen until after that Xbox one. Uh, if that Xbox one comes out and it burns, then we'll we'll probably see a price drop. I just want to try it. It's just it, I'm still from that era of like, let me demo the game, let me try it out. I've seen good things about surprisingly from some people I follow on Twitch where they played the PC version of the PS5 one that mm-hmm. somebody was like really digging that game. They didn't plan on digging it though, so they they thought it was going to be ass, and I think they got in there like, man, they really love that game. I'm just ready to I want to play a PS5 co-op game like that's what I'm I'm wanting to play that I know there's tons of PS4 games we could be playing but I, I kind of want to feel that next gen multiplayer you know and it be, not be destiny even though that got an update dude we could be dying together in demon souls <laughs> as ghost apparitions we with join, each other we joined the party chat I'm like I just fucking died here you died here and like <laughs> why are we playing this shit and... I told you it was going to be our game and I watched the people play it I was like this is not a Bergman game <laughs> kind of title I fall for it every time I bought the fucking trilogy set I already own the game separately and I'm like oh, I need this trilogy in my life and I sat there and I'm like it's great we get on a party chat we can share each other's screen see, mm-hmm. see each other dying and yeah. then you can die get, Send me the link. I'm like, look, man, I died over there. Like, there's a guy over there. Don't die there. Pull up the video and the activity card. Try to figure out how to beat it. Uh, to, to answer your question, I got, I don't know. Like I said, the like I said, the ration clean stuff. But that, I, throw us, throw us a fantasy pick. That's our perfect dark. No, that ain't happening. <laughs> uh, I, you know, at, at this point, anything that I would rather just watch at this point and just be genuinely surprised. So sorry, play the game. Give us a fantasy pick. I, we're all going to enjoy We're all going to be surprised. Just give us this crazy off-the-wall pick. Uh, I don't know. 3D Pong. New version 3D Pong. There you go. Like a new Rockstar table tennis? Nope, just 3D Pong. Like actual Pong from Atari. On uh, PSVR, you have to like bend your nope. head to kick the ball back to the... Nope, new paddle. Uh, $300 paddle. Uh, the clinics of the TV, and they keep pushing it back, and we never get it. Kind of like our problem, I guess. Just like yeah. they're just like the Atari VCS thing that's never mm-hmm. gonna come out. I just want them to announce another piece of hardware we're never gonna get. There we go. Will Atari, Polymega, or the uh, what was the Tommy Tellerico, the Intellivision? Will they have yeah. an appearance? Uh, they will have to deliver my Polymega as uh, I'll probably be dead by the time it comes out. So all right, so they, they will have pick. to they will have to burn it for it to get to me. Cesar is picking a personal Polymega delivery during the Game Awards tomorrow. Uh, tune in next week to find out if he was right. <laughs> No, it's going to get pushed back to the point where I'm not going to live long enough to play my Polymega. So I got somebody going to be buried on with it. Yeah. No, they just got to, they got to burn it to get to me. Put it in the will. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I'll put that in the wool. As soon as this comes in, burn it. Leave Don't it to your questions. ears. Yeah. Burn nope, it and burn put it in the jar with you so you can finally play with it. That makes sense, yeah. I'll fucking do it do the Egyptian rules where they have Just to bury that. it all with me. Yeah. <laughs> that, one can take it, that one can take it to the afterlife with me. In a separate jar. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, nobody has anything else to add. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. You'll see you. It's all good. I, I used to have it in two different fields, and that was extra confusing, and that never got changed. I did news forever, and then Cesar did it for like three months, and then I took it back over, and then I wasn't doing it until three minutes before the show, and it was like, hey, what happened in the past week? <laughs> Stuff you never hear or see, it just all comes together at the last minute. All right, we are live, though, but we've been streaming for a minute. Mm-hmm. Get our NDI. Things going. OBS is behaving for now until I have to frame somebody back in there. Hopefully. Maybe. Maybe.